Imagine a dimension slightly different from the one we're in. For me, it was Tuesday. History is the same, but it isn't. Welcome to the new 42. Hey everybody, this is Ken Masters, and you're listening to 42 Level 1. The new 42. Well, how can you do my Coming down for you. Damn it. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. 42 Level 1, I'm one of your hosts, Alsa Kennedy. This is episode 292, and here with me tonight, as always, the Twilight Princess of all games himself. Mr. Andrew Rockert. And we're just going to start tonight straight away with Big Screen, Wee Screen. This is the part of the show where we talk about all the TV and all the movies we've watched this week. So, Andy, what have you been watching? So, I did watch a couple of things, but it's mainly stuff that I've watched before, to be honest. Um, I, first of all, I watched uh, Infinity War. Yep. Got it in 4K. And it, looks, yep. it looks lovely. Uh, I also watched all the special See, features on it. this confuses me, because mm. I bought Deadpool 2 tonight, and I've seen it. Why didn't you grab Deadpool 2 if you were out buying stuff? like You've not even seen it and you like the first one and it's a good movie. Um, because, well, I wasn't... I, I didn't You're crazy. You crazy. I didn't, I didn't buy this today or anything. Like I, I got it for when it was coming out, which it was really strange, actually, the way they released this movie because it was out in America like a month before it came out. Yeah. Video. Some reason on Blu-ray. And then it came out digital pretty much at the same time as when it came out on Blu-ray in America, but then it... Like it was a month before, because I had to check it. Like, because pe- I seen people on Twitter talking about it. Like, oh, it's out, and I'm like, I've pre-ordered this. Why is it not here? <laughs> it's the same way. Like, okay. Why the Jurassic fuck? World: Fallen Kingdom. This happened to me as well. It's like out today, and I'm like, so where the fuck's my order? Because you know how I got this the four steel books, Jurassic mm-hmm. World. Yeah. Well, um, HMV got the exclusive steel book for this, but not Zoom. So I was like, is this going to be the same cover? Please tell me it matches, and it does match. Thankfully, it fits in. So I pre-ordered it, and I'm like. Why is it not? And it turns out like we're not getting it till like October or like the end of this month, like another two weeks. Yeah. But it's out out in America. It's like why? Just just pointless. Like I mean, come on. Like two thousand eighteen. It's not at the cinema anymore. See, so you're not making is, any money off of that. Just fucking put it out. Before before like um, we delve into what else we've been watching, right? And you talk about Infinity War again, which is an awesome film. Here's one crazy thing, right? DC Universe Beta has launched, right? Oh my fucking god, that pisses me off too fuck. That it's America, right? But, mm-hmm. but it pisses me off. Obviously, well, it's America. Titans comes out in two weeks in America. Do they fucking think that Britain's going to sit here and wait to next year to watch that show, or do they not think we're going to use streaming methods because that fucker will be uploaded by the first day it's out? Yep. I'm going yep. to be watching that in Showbox, and it's probably going to put me off subscribing to the DC app because, from what I've heard, compared to Marvel Unlimited, which I use, the comic selection's not that great. And I get that this is kind of a half and half which is fine, and I know they're all building the library and obviously it's focusing on TV shows, but do it worldwide or not at all? I mean, DC's owned by Warner Brothers. Is that not a big enough company that you could go worldwide launch? Like, 
why do, why why can I why can't I see Titans when it's out? Like this is the problem with TV shows and all this bullshit. It's like, 2018, I can see films like Jurassic World. This is the stupid thing, Andy. Jurassic mm. World, as you know, came out here at the cinema before America. <laughs> yeah. But it's out in Blu-ray in America before here. What the fuck? It's, it's so crazy. So, so like that, that was my whole point. I do want to get DC Universe. I'll probably try the seven-day trial. Actually, see what it's like. But see, this is looking like it's going to be next year over here now. Mm. Yeah. And or Titans like, is one that I. Anyway. Yeah, but Titans is one that I really want to see. Jason Todd stills, blah blah. So, if they they're crazy, if they don't think like DC, even the hardcoreest of DC fans, like they're not going to sit and go, no, I'll wait and watch it legally next year. No one's going to fucking do that these days. Like everybody from your grand knows how to put showbox in a tablet. It's two yep. seconds of time and one setting to be changed. Everybody knows how to do it. Showbox is somehow managing to get around the legalities and stuff. I'm not doing anything wrong by viewing it because I'm not storing any of the episodes. So, I I'm I'm going to watch that. I'm not. Like, there's no way that whole season will be out already before we even get the DC app. Almost, almost certainly. And like, see, the like people moan about there not being enough comics on it. That's because obviously they're comparing it to like Marvel's Marvel Limited, which has twenty five comics, comics on it. only. Which has been bit, going for years. Yeah. Plus the plus the fact that I mean that app is it just has everything on it, and like there's not really curated or anything like that. Particularly, you can just go in and search for whatever you want, and like they highlight stuff here and there. But like, I actually quite like the fact that the DC one is kind of like curating the content. Like four years ago, like oh, here's the here's the, like what you should be reading as like I like say a new DC person because they'll be assuming that most people yeah. that are subscribing to that sort of doing it for the TV show, and you might be new to like reading actual comic books. So I quite like that because I haven't read a lot of like. Uh, DC Comics, so I'm totally fine with that, and like I definitely think I would get my money's worth out of just reading the comics part of it, let alone well, I, watching the shows. I definitely do as well, but like I mean, this new adventures, you know, Lois and Clark, and like I I watch all this shit, and Smallville's going to be on it and stuff. But like, my, I really hope it's HD Smallville because uh, it's so pissed me off that I've still got Smallville DVDs fucking sitting here because they never <laughs> released like. What was it? One to five is not on Blu-ray, but it's available in HD. So why have they never released it? They, they won't do it now. But like um, the the thing is, I will because I'm the same as you. I'm more Marvel than DC. But you know, I've been diving into DC the past like five six years, and I've been mm. reading a lot more. I've got a lot of the comics here, but it it compares. Fuck, I've been reading Marvel since I was five. Like honestly, mm. I know you were later on, but like I stayed away from DC until what I was maybe th- twenty eight. 27 yeah. and yeah. so i've got a lot to read as well and there's some that i won't go out and buy but if they bring me like oh here's 12 comics this month i'll probably read them yeah and then next month there's some more coming cool that'll give me a chance to catch up because you're right but see with marvel as well there's that many titles the fucking obviously i'm behind in my comic reading but what i forgot while i was in italy that i'll talk about a bit later is i did 24 comics and i'm like where the fuck's the rest and then i realized that's two years worth because there's only 12 comics a year. <laughs> I'm like, where's the rest? And they're like, oh no, that's you up to date. And because obviously it plays six months behind their release date. I'm like, oh no, so I have to wait six months for the next one to come out. Yeah. Mm. No, <laughs> fuck you. But yeah, um, no, it's really good. And I like what DC's doing. I like, I, I'm fine with it, even if it's just for the TV stuff. But I would, the, the cool thing is I'll probably have the app on my tablet for the comics and the app on my Xbox for the the content of the, the TV shows because Titan seems interesting to me. The fact that Jason Todd's in it as well—that's crazy. So there's two Robins. Like, have you seen that trailer? 
Yeah, I saw something about that. Like <laughs> Robin's oh, well, okay. obviously, there's more than one Robin anyway, but yeah. uh, this isn't the point where Dick Grayson fucks off and Jason Todd becomes Robin, and Dick Grayson becomes Nightwing because he's fed yeah. up with Batman. And like um, Jason Todd comes along in this trailer and he's like, oh, we mostly hang out. He lets me drive the Batmobile, and like Dick Grayson just looks at him like, you get to drive the Batmobile. And obviously, <laughs> well, the cool thing is Jason Todd becomes Red Hood, as you know, so that yeah. gives potential for that. And Starfire's in this, who's one of his... Um, Red Hood's uh, sidekicks along with uh, Red Arrow, Roy Harper. So mm. that would become spin off as well, Red Hood and the Outlaws, if this goes well. But I don't think this is tied. In fact, no, it's not tied to Arrowverse at all. But then again, neither was Supergirl when it started. If anything's good, they tend to tie it in. And it's technically all connected away in DC as well because they came out and said that it's all different universes and they've got 52 yeah, universes. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, so it is part of the DC multiverse, so you could get crossovers at any point, who knows. Um, like, even with Krypton, they said, even though it's set in the past, there's time travel and all these shows now, so it's like you could have anybody showing up. Um, but no, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. It's just, it's a bit annoying. Why not do a worldwide launch, like, in this day and age, really? Like that, that, I, that really annoyed me because, like, I saw the thing come up and I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, cool, it's coming out. Like, I, I'll go and I'll go and sign up for it, and it's like, this is not available in your region. Right, okay. Well, so if I, I change my region and then. sign up for this, do you know what I mean? It's so I mean, stupid. Yeah, like, you could you could do it through like a VPN, but yeah, I mean, I can't be fucked doing that. Like jumping through hoops to do it. Like I'd rather it was just there, like any other fucking thing. I know it's so stupid. We've been ruined by Netflix. That's what it is. Like Netflix is just so convenient now that I'm just like, oh, uh, like oh, better the new episode of Better Call Saul is out. Okay, well, yep. it was on in America last night. Tomorrow. Great. So you know, like... so that, that's my point. Why can't shows like Arrow or Flash do that? Why can't they get deals with Netflix, which yeah. would make them money? It would make well, them money no matter what they say. I would assume that those will be on like. I think they are on Sky over here. Those ones, to be fair, like Arrow and stuff like that. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent on that. Like Sky Atlantic, I think has them. I hate Sky. Yeah, yeah, me too. I don't bother with that. Sky's got like 6,000 channels and like to pay for the ones you want you have to get like six packages and it's like mm. I only wanted two channels. Yeah, 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 but you have to buy mm. these bundles. <laughs> yeah. So like, I'd rather, can you... I'd rather just buy the one show. Like, yeah. do that. Like, I really yeah, like, like that a, one show. Well, can I just yeah. subscribe to that one show, please? When you think about it, you can do that now on the Xbox and the PlayStation. They do it. You just buy the season pass for the show and you watch yeah. it along. So there is that option, but then again, you're spending 20 quid for a TV show, and I, I don't know about you, I, I know I watched Jack Ryan twice, but like, I only watch TV shows once, general, generally, unless I need to catch up, like Breaking Bad I watch twice, but like, movies I watch more than once, but I don't really want to buy the TV show, like I used to get TV shows, I've seen that I've got Smallville sitting here, I know that, but you know what I mean, I, I have to pay for Legends of Tomorrow <laughs> to have it digitally on my Xbox. It's like, cool. Yeah, well, to be fair, I wouldn't do that. Like, I, I prefer having a streaming model where I pay like a flat fee and that lets me access whatever. Like, yeah. But yeah, like like Netflix and like this DC thing like sounds great to me. Like, well, uh, I want to do it and I want to give them my money, but I can't. I can't. <laughs> well, here's the one thing: I subscribe to Disney Life for the wee one because obviously, like mm-hmm. Disney films are pricey, mm-hmm. and this is five pounds a month, right? And you're thinking, oh, but. It adds to it. It adds to it constantly every month. Like it's got like Ultimate Spider-Man on it, Star Wars stuff. I think this is getting a name change, and it's getting the new Star Wars TV show, the live-action one. But it's only five pound a month, hmm. and it's got like every Disney movie, like from Mighty Ducks to Aladdin, Lion King, like nice. 
obscure ones that you didn't even remember were Disney and stuff like that, but it's got like Maleficent and all the newer ones. And the cool thing is for kids, like see if I go into Aladdin for the wee one mm-hmm. and I go into like extras, it breaks down all the songs like as if it's the extras in the DVD. So it's oh. not just play like a Netflix, it's mm-hmm. got like behind the scenes, it's got um clips from the Broadway musical version of like The Lion King, but then it's also got song selections. And then below that, it's also got like sing-along song selections, so you can choose the songs with the words on the screen and stuff. Um, but it's got like gargoyles on it, the Chippendale Rescue Rangers, gummy bears, like uh, the new Winnie the Pooh shows and stuff like that. Like everything, five pound a month. But on top of all this, Andy, you also get live Disney Channel, live Disney XD, and live Disney Kids, whatever one it is. You get three three Disney channels here included in it so at any point I can go watch Disney Channel live and say the new Star Wars no it won't be Rebels it'll be Clone Wars that's coming out on it on XD I can watch it on XD because this is giving me access to the channel the app's built into my TV phone Kindle like the app's everywhere Dis- Disney Life it's called £5 nice. uh, I probably won't do that like but the, I know they're bringing out like a Disney, some kind of Disney streaming thing so that, I mean that's yeah, probably based think, on that I think this is going to evolve into that yeah, I, I don't know. I can't remember what they Because the one thing that does annoy me about it is it doesn't have previously watched. It doesn't have watched mm. lists. It mm. doesn't have, like... It's got, like, profiles on it, so it's, like, we've got my daddy and Lexi, but it doesn't have, like... You can't add anything to a list. You can't, yeah. If you leave something and go back in, it's back to the start. You know, it's mm. at that stage right, just yeah. now. So I reckon they'll up the price to maybe six ninety nine a month and it'll evolve into that, which I'm fine with. But see, because yeah. this comes with the live Disney channel, man, I remember mm. that expensive as fuck when I had Sky. Yeah, like we, we used to subscribe like when we had Sky, uh, when Bethany was young, to a channel called Baby TV. Right. Oh my God. Like, I, I don't know if you still get this now, but it was like just all bright colours and like soothing sounds and shit like that. <laughs> and like, have you seen that? Like, have you seen that Baby Shark thing? Yeah. Yes, of course. I have. All all programs like that, like well, all that garbage. Nowadays we get YouTube for that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you don't need things like that anymore. Like I don't need if you that. Need a, if you need a soothing sound, you can put on a ten-hour looped video of like that's whatever that's what a kaleidoscope. <laughs> when she's out our bed, I do three hours of relaxing, relaxing meditation music, and it's all <laughs> plinky plonky, and it's absolutely perfect for the even. But like yep. the Disney Channel is absolutely brilliant because she loves all the colours. She loves like things. I've watched the Mighty Ducks on it, like I'm watching through Ultimate Spider-Man on it, like I'm and they're adding the Star Wars, what one's next? Oh, Mar- you know Marvel Spider-Man? The one that I didn't really catch on to at first. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I know the one you mean. You know the one, I mean, it was kind of meant to be canon, but I'm not sure it is or not. Like canon with MCU, I mean. Yeah, I don't think it is. But it, it started life as that, I'm sure. It was meant to be the origin story Tom Holland, but it's not. Um, but yeah, that's coming next month. Coco, the movie, whatever, that kind of newer Mexican-looking one that's coming. Oh, the Day so, yeah. of the Dead one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, four ninety nine a month. I, can, I can't argue yeah. with that. That's a magazine. And yeah. it, <laughs> even with the content it has, but the fact, like, it's got Art Attack on it. I didn't know Disney owned that. Art? Wow, okay. I didn't know that either. Mm, it's got Art Attack. It's got, like, obviously, The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody and, like, mm. Recess and all those ones. But, I mean... Because I can watch the live channel as well for £5, that's a pretty good deal for me. Nice. But yeah, anyway, like, fuck you, DC, for making this way. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, so I'll get, I'll definitely get that DC thing when it comes out. But yeah, Infinity War is really good. Um, it, 
I thought the 4K was really good on it. Um, and it was just as good as... In fact, it was probably more enjoyable watching it at home than in the cinema. Like, when I seen it in the cinema, <laughs> like, I didn't I didn't enjoy my experience of watching it that much because uh, I, we were sitting in the front row of the cinema and it was on those, like, fucking recliner chairs. Uh-huh. I didn't like that at all. <laughs> I so thought I was it way too close now. to the screen, so... I watched it this week. I watched it at the cinema at midnight and then I went with Tasha, so I've seen it three times and mm. every time you watch it, it just gets better. It's like, I've never really enjoyed the Avengers movie. hated the first mm. Avengers movie. Uh, what was the other one? Age of Ultron. It was Age like, Ultron. more like Day of Ultron. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> don't use the big name. The one that I think came okay Weekend of close. Ultron, I think it was. Weekend of Ultron. Weekend of Ultrons. <laughs> like, like Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> 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 but yeah, um, watching um civil war the more watches i've gave of that the more i appreciate it like i mm. think civil war is one of my favorites now even though at the time it's like it's a smaller scale but now watching it i appreciate what they did like they told a coherent story right and not only did you have cap and iron man with enough screen time but you also had um uh, black panther being introduced spider-man being introduced you'd ant-man coming into it for the second time do you know what i mean like you'd falcon kicking about a lot more you had the new avengers and stuff like that and it's like and um, the secret avengers technically and when you watch it mm. it's like holy fuck they did put quite a lot into this just because i was wanting daredevil and stuff on it and blah 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 but civil war is probably my favorite apart from spider-man blue right but the, the, my favorite comic event is yeah civil war i reckon right so War 2 wasn't that good, but like the movie now, I, I think it's right up there, but with Infinity War they just boom, boom, they, it was like bang, 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 they got every point right and it's almost as if it felt like an Avengers movie, but I'll talk mm. a bit about Captain Marvel here as, sorry, I'm totally taking, taking over your bit but like, um, I've been total Marvel this week, because obviously every time I go to Italy, like, remember the last time I went to Italy? Like, I read the whole of Civil War 2, like mm. this, <laughs> this time I read a lot, but also watched a lot, Um the Captain Marvel trailer, right? It looks good, but I've no interest in Captain Marvel as a character. But like I said earlier, or was it you? I can't remember. Stoughton. Like I didn't have interest in Black Panther as a character, and the movie was alright. To be honest, when the Iron Man movie came out, Iron Man comics were ignored by most folk. Mm, yep. <laughs> and like the movie was good, so I'm going to give this a chance. Um, and obviously, it's going to. Um, Cover a lot more of the uh, which one call it scrolls, the scrolls, and like that's a cool aspect. To, um, so, so I wanted to talk about who your theory scrolls were as well, but I've lost my tangent. Apologies for my, for my <laughs> so I haven't actually watched the Captain Marvel trailer um, yet. But uh, what really excites me about about the movie is the fact Not that the best yes, there, are, there are scrolls in it. That's like. That's big for me because, like, Secret Invasion's probably my favorite like uh, storyline, like from the uh, from the from the Marvel like comic universe. Um, I fucking love that. Like, I've read it like multiple times. Like, all was that the one where I and Patrick came to the forefront because he was like, uh, no, that was Siege. Um, Siege. Was Siege. He was in here for Hammer. Um, and that was like Norman Osborn. <laughs> this is fucking Iron Patriot. And they did that in the movie. And all. Um, they wasted Iron Patriot in the movies. They wasted Iron Patriot. I mean, they could bring it back like if, if they put they Norman could, Osborn on the set. They, they won't. They won't. I don't think they will. I mean, I think that's how it got blown up. Um, if I remember in Iron Man 3, I'm sure it got blown up. But they could make another one. Anyway, um, but I, I really liked the way that they did the, the Secret Invasion. And they were like, because they, they seeded it like years before where they're like, oh, these like scrolls, these people are back. 
and like, oh, but that person's been here all along. Like, <laughs> oh shit, they're fucking. They're they've been a scroll the whole time. What have they been doing? Like, that's been dodgy. Yeah. I mean, I think I was... that if, if they do that in the in the movie universe, like that's fucking cool. Like, if they go like, oh, like Captain America's been a scroll the entire time. Like, they're not like gonna that. do Cap. Here's my predictions. <clears throat> Robinoff. Mm-hmm. Falcon. Falcon, okay. Hulk recently. Mm, I think Hulk definitely recently, yeah. Hulk, Hulk's recently, but I think Falcon's been all along, right? And here's my thing. Not all scrolls are bad. Mm-hmm. I don't think Falcon's a bad scroll. Okay. And who else do I think's a scroll? Um Peggy Peggy um Carter's daughter. Oh yeah, Sharon Carter. Yep. Agent Agent Thirteen. And I also think that Peggy Carter was a scroll and she was put on ice and she's gonna meet back up with Steve as young Peggy Carter. Mm, okay. I mean um, maybe like she did have her whole like her own T V show where they did a whole bunch of stuff. But she did I make agree. out of that alive, so she could she could still have been a scroll during the event. So that she doesn't have to be a bad scroll to remember. Um well I mean the the scroll would have been like around I mean that that would be before because we didn't know about scrolls back then. Like the scrolls look as if they've been introduced here in the nineties coming to us. Yeah. Which is like when Captain Marvel set, so Oh uh, no, that's uh, when we're finding out about them. Who says how they could have been here for God knows how long. Hmm. Well, when you think about it, the Tesseract, which was during Captain America's time, was an object of was it Cree origin? Um no, no, not that. That wasn't Cree. Well, the Kree were after it anyway at that time, and the Kree and Skrull were in a war, so... Yeah. The Skrull could easily have been there. Could have been, yeah. But, but anyway, I'm, I'm excited to see uh, what to do with the Skrulls, as like to see who is a Skrull, and... Uh, do you think? The fact that, Who's your predictions? The fact that fucking Coulson's in it is awesome. Um, I think like they might go big and go, go for Fury. Um, I, think I think we're definitely right with like Hulk. I think Hulk's a Skrull. Like, after... That's why he couldn't transform. I don't think yeah. he came back to Earth. I think even I think even he tried to fight Thanos. He did get thrown off the ship, mm-hmm. right? Because he threw Hulk off the ship. But see the the Bruce Banner that landed in Doctor Strange's stairs. That was the mm-hmm. scroll. Yep. I, I think I, Hulk I think was. was in, I think he was intercepted in the way back to Earth and replaced. Mm-hmm. Because, because even guy... if you watch Infinity War, like even mm-hmm. my third watch after thinking this, li- did you listen to like uh, Bruce Banner's accent? Tony, you can. It sounded all weird as if he was trying to learn to speak. Yeah, he sounded kind of like half half cut basically. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, so what if that's because he's a scroll trying to adjust to his form, and it does it in mm. a flashback, and you're like, "Holy shit! I never figured that out." But if you watch it back, his voice is different. See if that mm. happens. You heard it here first. Yep. Because I generally, <laughs> on my third watch in Italy, because I'd already thought this, I was like, "He doesn't sound like uh, Mark Ruffalo. He sounds like he's putting on this weird accent, like this Tony. Mm. We've got to stop him." And it's like, yeah. <laughs> "Why are you sounding like that?" And to me, that says he's a scroll. Yep. I mean, it sounds like someone copying a recording of of uh, Mark Bruce Ruffalo Banner. or like yeah. Bruce Banner. Yeah. So, I mean, it could very well be that they uh, they've done it in the comics before as well, where uh, there was a character in the Young Avengers called uh, Hulkling, who was a yeah, scroll who who trans who was uh, I think he he went out with uh, Wiccan. Um, was he and not were... in the what was his team? It was the young, young, the young Avengers he was part of. Young Avengers, right? Yeah, Young Young Avengers with uh, Wiccan and uh, Iron Lad. Who, who Iron Lad. Be, 
Yeah, Aaron Ladd, who turned out to be uh, one a Kang, like right? before he went, like a future Kang from before he went bad. He see, you've read some of the like mad bad. fringe comics like this, but see, the minute yeah. I don't know more than one, stop reading an issue <laughs> unless it's like a tie into an event. I'm like, I am this. I, I like absolutely loved the Young Avengers one. It was like one of my favorite books. Um, but but this Hulkling was in it, and like he was pictured as being like a kind of like young Hulk type, but he was actually a scroll, and he didn't it didn't reveal he was a scroll straight away because there was like a stigma against him because of the Secret Invasion and stuff like that. But he was a good scroll. Yeah, but that's what I mean. I think like Penny Carter's daughter and Falcon are good scrolls. Mm-hmm. I think they've be. replaced heroes that have been killed. Hmm. Um. I don't know. I don't know. But then, then again, like, not only have we get now, it's a bit of a like, what the fuck is Avengers Four going to deal with? Because you've got to deal with how they're going to bring the heroes back from like the snap. Because we know Peter Parker's at least going to survive it, and one would assume mm-hmm. Iron Man because of it's a de facto with Peter Parker, mm-hmm. right? They've also got the problem with the Guardians. The mm-hmm. Guardians Three's gone, right? So yeah. the Guardians don't come back, right? But here's the thing. They don't need to worry about casting people. They just need voice actors for Groot and Rocket, right? They could mm, easily yeah. do our Guardians, a mini Guardian style thing with Thor and those two now. That would be mm-hmm. a dynamic that would work. So if the Guardians come back, it's just basically Karen Gillan, no, not Karen Gillan, is Zoe Saldana, Batista, and Chris Pratt that aren't coming back. So they could easily have. I could, like, I was thinking about that tonight. I could see Guardians of the Galaxy 3 with Thor, uh, Rocket, Groot, and Fuck knows, do you know what I mean? Because yeah, the I mean, dynamic between them worked. Yeah, I mean, you could you could put anyone in, in the Guardians team, like you pull in any random like alien well, people. Captain Marvel was in the Guardians, so there you go. Yeah, exactly. Iron Man was in the Guardians, like shut yeah. up. So it's a it's a, just a team with like a revolving door of members. Like the, the these other, are the these are the, the five that are, like popularized it like now. But yeah. like there's been they weren't even the originals in the comics. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like Yondu was was there, and it's a shame that he's he's dead because they could have brought. But then, but he could be brought, brought him back. back in. Well, maybe yeah. But then again, is he part of the cast? That, who knows? Disney have got a lot of issues. But then I thought, right, Chris Hemsworth has made these intentions clear that he wants to stay on. Right, Chris Evans also spoke up and said, as much as he wants to leave, he doesn't want to leave and miss the chance of working with Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, right, fucking hell. <laughs> so. But you could kill them off with time bullets and shit like that, like they've done in the comics, and bring them back mm. at a later point, right? If things are already set in stone for stories, because are we going to miss Iron Man? No, no, we're not. Because between Ant Man and Black Panther, mm. we've we've got the tech kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Then are we going to miss Captain America? No, because Captain Marvel's going to step up to the plate. Mm. Would we miss Thor? Probably a wee bit, but he's not going anywhere now because he's enjoying the character. Or Ragnarok was a huge success, like critically yeah. and like financially. But that's what I mean. Like for ages, I was like, you can't lose Iron Man, you can't lose Cap. But see, now it's like you can like start making Black Panther more involved, like mm. make him the head of the Avengers, like make Captain Marvel the head of the Avengers, and there's your two strong leads. Yeah, you know I mean? definitely. Um, so, but yeah, like I'm looking forward to see what they do with it, and I think it's crazy that they still haven't announced what Avengers Four's like called. And it's out in like. Less than a year at this point. <laughs> like what, six months? Yeah, like what the fuck is it called? Um but I assume that they're just gonna basically stealth drop it like as a trailer. Um because they were doing reshoots on it like uh the trailer the will be couple Christmas, weeks, so. or it will be tagged yeah. on to like Captain Marvel or When's the Not when's Venom. the Super Bowl? When's the Super Bowl? Is it before the summer? No, it'll be after this. 
the, the Super Bowl of the trailer for Spider Man too. Right, right. Avengers but, will be out before the Super Bowl. Okay, right. Yeah, I, I don't know when when these things happen. I know they put big trailers at it though. But, I know uh, Ross but yeah, could like, probably tell you the date, but I can't tell you. But I saw you were in a like some kind of American football thing. I am, but I lose every year. I just went into it to make up numbers. Like <laughs> I, I don't know any of the players apart from um, <laughs> I don't even I can't even remember his name. I don't know anyone. Tom Brady. Uh, oh, February 2019. That'd be too late though, because if the movie's coming out in like May, that's too late for them to show the first trailer. No, it's not. You think so? They could do a teaser before it and just have the. Title, I suppose, yeah. Do you know what I mean? But they could have the title at the Super Bowl, and that gives you February. You could have March, April. That's three months, Andy. That's well enough time. See if they do like a teaser about Christmas and just have the Avengers A and just A four. Hmm. Yeah. A four. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then like at the it's Super a piece Bowl. Of yeah, but then at the Super Bowl they show the title and have a full trailer. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens anyway. Um. But but yeah, and Infinity War is really good. Uh, well worth watching again, and uh, worth watching 4K. I didn't think the uh, special features were particularly great, to be honest. I wish they'd go back to uh, put the, one like, shots. the the one shots on it because I fucking love those one shots. Uh, like, that's what the one shots evolved into after credit scenes, didn't they? Really? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean they just did still have after credit scenes, but like the, I thought the one shots just like it was obviously costing them too much money to do it. Like that's why they're not doing them anymore because like and they weren't they were probably not seeing anything back from it. By like adding this well, to they it got well. a Agent Carter TV. Yeah, it was kind of a shit TV show, though, mate. <laughs> like, and they they kind of like uh, that one shot is the one that fucked it up, really. To be honest, because it doesn't really fit in the timeline anymore because of what they did in the show. Like that one shot doesn't fit with the timeline of the TV show. <laughs> like it's really strange. But but the other ones that I, I loved them, like especially the. The one uh, after the Avengers one, the item 47 one, where it was just like a random couple found like a gun and then like went on like a crime spree with it and then somebody had to go and deal with it. Like uh, shit like that is like the wee stories that I, I really liked. It's the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. stories. That's what I like. <laughs> but, but yeah, um, I did watch uh, I did watch Men in Black 1 this week with Bethany. Awesome. I, I love um, all three of the Men in Blacks. Me too. Me too. Absolutely brilliant trilogy movies and like the third one, like I thought it was gonna be crap, to be honest. And like me, and everybody Ashley says it is, and I'm like, I it's not. It. It's amazing. Like uh, me and Ashley went to see it, like it was kind of like nostalgia, and like, we were like, oh, Men in Black, we've seen the other two, let's go see this, and it was fucking brilliant. Like honestly, one of the best like movies I've seen in cinema. The time like, travel and it tied up the whole trilogy. It, yeah, it absolutely. Yeah, did it absolutely perfect, and like Josh Brolin was amazing as like the kind of young Tommy Lee Jones, uh, young K brilliant like <laughs> i couldn't have asked for any more out of the movie at all it was so well done um but yeah watching watching this one uh and and it's something that i've said before like, and but uh, bethany said oh he's kind of like uh anthony mackie like about will smith <laughs> like yeah anthony mackie is fucking young will smith like men in black one age like will smith like yeah. he's going to be he's going to be big in the future so he is absolutely huge anthony um, mackie was a, in a game that he was in a game, okay, cool. Mm. But he's he's a really good actor, and like, and Will Smith is just phenomenal in this movie. Like, I think this was his like big kind of breakout movie role, wasn't it? Uh, Independence, like, no, no, Independence Day was. Oh, was it was Independence Day before that? Yeah, Independence Day was ninety four. This was like right. 
Okay, because like Independence Day is a wee bit more like serious than than this one, because um, obviously this is based on like like a comic book. Yeah, and he's like, oh, Marvel comics, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Marvel did this. <laughs> Marvel was like oh Star Wars comics. Yeah, um, but yeah, so she really liked it. Like, uh, re- really enjoyed it. And uh, but what a great movie that is! Like watching that again, just blown away. Like how it still totally holds up, a hundred percent. Um, but yeah, don't think I watched anything else to be honest. Like um, nothing, nothing much of, of note. Cool. Well, I finished a TV series this week, Andy. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not finished it. Finished the season. Finished Agents of Shield season two. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. And started finally. season three. Right. Season three's mm-hmm. not bad. Like for the first time. Is that the one um, with the Inhumans? Isn't it? No, that was mostly season two. This one basically, um, this is the, the Inhumans are kind of gone. Summer's eh, not summer. Dawn Sky, Sky whatever her fucking yeah, name is. Uh, she's like got the powers that the Terrigan mm-hmm. crystals have got into the fish. Oh yeah, yeah. And before her getting poisoned, right? Mm-hmm. And like, I really enjoyed it, but like the first episode, Coulson's such a bitch, man. Like every time somebody says something, he's like, "Yeah, no, but, but you, you, your problems are not much when you didn't have to lose a hand." And he's trying to be told, but, but I'm okay, I'm okay. And it's like three times he said it during this episode, Andy, mm, right? Yeah. So he's like, yeah, I know, I know what it's like. And he, he looks at his hand and it's like, it's fucking honest, man. <laughs> like, I would hate to see your Facebook during this, right? So then, <laughs> like... Um, so just posts of hands, like hand what, seals what, and, and gloves. Yeah, <laughs> hash, hash, hashtag, hashtag disabled. But like... Um, <laughs> what was it Bobby's husband what's his name sort of oh, English Hunter. guy Hunter said oh I don't want to speak to Bobby and he's like yeah I know but did you lose your hand right and then <laughs> later on Bobby's knees are fucked up because she was obviously tortured by Ward at the end of season 2 and stuff like that and I can't remember what she's done she's saying oh it's difficult for me to walk and I was like yeah I know but did you did you did you lose it all? And he looks at his hand and it's like, get over it, man! You've got a yeah. robot fucking hand. Like, but he said, I, I never took a never took a note of the third time. But he said it three times in the one episode. Like, mm. yeah, but did you lose this? And it's like, oh, <laughs> cough. Yeah, we get it. Right. So, Agents of Shield season three. I'm watching. The only reason I'm pushing through is to get to Ghost Rider. Right. Mm. So. I watched one TV show, right? That one's fine. I watched, um, I was going to talk about Avengers, but we kind of both pitched in. Um, I watched Spider-Man Homecoming again, Andy. Mm-hmm. Right. So I've analysed it and I've realised what I didn't like about it properly this time because I've seen this film quite a few times now. It didn't feel like a fucking Spider-Man film, right? Mm. The problem, here's the problems with it. The Stark inter- internship. Mm. He, he never really had any consequences like befall on him. Everything that happened to him he was never really punished. Like he didn't show up for the debate team. He was still allowed on the debate team. Like he nearly killed folk. What's the worst thing that happened? He got the suit taken off of him. Mm. But it's like it didn't feel right. I'm having that. Like, don't get me wrong. The suit's cool, right? And the Iron Spider suit's even cooler. But he didn't need to. Ha- I don't think Tony Stark was necessary in this movie. Like, and I think it would have made it a better Spider-Man film without him, um, or without him giving him this. Like the suit didn't have to have all the powers. Like that added nothing to this movie. He could have still fucked up, right, with the boat, and Iron Man could have still came and told him off. But mm, yep. I just felt like they, they brought this, and the whole thing was that they do another origin story, which I 
why they didn't because this is basically an origin story without the spider bite like this is basically what happened after the spider bite um, i think yeah no i mean he's obviously been spider-man for like a few months a year. maybe maybe a year yeah so right he's been so give him a year, year at this point. but yeah. at the same time it doesn't feel like a spider-man film it, it feels like my whole thing was it felt like it was rushed this is my initial when i remember saying it felt like it was rushed to the screen so that the sony didn't Shit the bread, shit, shit the bed, and take them back, right? Mm-hmm. And it, 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 watching it, it definitely feels like that, right? Um, yes, Tom Holland, maybe the best Peter Parker, right? But then again, right, Toby Maguire, I didn't like him as, mm-hmm. I didn't like him at all because he felt too old. But see, <laughs> he was terrible. He was really Andrew, bad. Andrew Garfield, I really liked. Like he felt more like the ultimate version of Peter, Peter Parker, right? Which he was based on anyway. So a lot of folk complaining about that he was too cool and stuff. Ultimate Peter Parker was kind of like that. He wasn't like, and characters evolve and like, ugh, yeah, like look at the new you, MJ we'll talk about later. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, Andrew Garfield's you know, t- I, Sorry. I just didn't like him as Peter Parker at all. However, Andrew as Garfield, Spider-Man, he was perfect. He was I think perfect as Spider-Man. Andrew, Andrew Garfield's the best Spider-Man. As, as Spider-Man? As yes, Spider-Man, Not, not yep. as Peter Parker. Tom Holland's the best Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He totally fits. Yep. Right, Toby Maguire just looked too old from the first one. Um, right, okay, so, and here's the one thing that it did handle very well, picked up on. What did people say was wrong with Spider-Man 3, the main reason? Too many villains. Hey, yeah? Too many villains, yeah. Three, three villains, okay. Mm-hmm. This movie has the Shocker, Vulture and Scorpion in the same film and it doesn't fuck it up because of that. I mean, Scorpion's not really... Scorpion do you know? Title. Do you know who plays Scorpion as well? That I didn't pick up on watching it. No, it's fucking uh, natural. Natural, yeah. <laughs> he's he's Matt Gargan, but Matt yep. Gargan's in it. Shocker's in it. Yep. Two version, two versions of the Shocker are in it. Yeah, well, yeah, you could count that as three builds for sure. Two, two versions of the Shocker because you get the Shocker for the first half of the movie, and then you get the Shocker kind of plus, and you get the Vulture. But Matt Gargan's in it doing the main drug deal, so. You do have more than one big villain, but it just felt like it was trying too hard to go look. It's de- he's been here all along by like mm-hmm. the Avengers mass in the bank. It was funny for the trailer, but in the movie, it's a bit try hard. It's like they didn't need to have those masks. Like we get it that Mar- if you didn't know by the time this film came out that Marvel had him back, and the fact that every excuse they had to fit in an MCU character they did or like a Thor reference or like name dropping Captain Captain America in every fucking school video I don't <laughs> think that would be a thing no, I generally don't there's no way that would be a thing like, so like, not, no and there's no way not do, in a do you know video play like that and because this is like my fifth time watching it probably it's like it's even more great in the fact that it's like I love Spider-Man but I preferred them in Civil War than an entire movie to himself because this movie had to force it down your throat that it was MCU. Like, mm. when you think about all my points here, it's like, I've not criticised that once. I think Michael Keaton was incredible as the Vulture. Yeah, I he think was really good. Tom Holland was good, but he's got a lot of practice. To, I preferred them. I think he was better in Infinity War as Spider-Man. Mm. Um, but I just... I just the, there's other things that bug me, right? And these are me being petty things, right? Because I, I, what I've wrote down here is Tom Holland is good, and I'm sure in this next standalone one, he'll be much better, right? Because this is basically a Marvel retcon to fit him in as that kid that was in Iron Man 2 and like, blah, blah, blah. But fine, okay, it kind of works. And Vulture's text based on that they were cleaning up after um, the fucking this alien that crashed in Avengers 1, no one cares about. Right, so, Michelle, right, in this movie. 
at the end, she says, my name's MJ. No, it's fucking not. No, I don't care if they've changed like the character to look like you. If you're no longer a ginger white girl, you're now MJ. But your name's not Michelle. Your name's Mary Jane Watson, right? Don't fucking, don't change that for no reason just to go, oh, she was MJ. Because no, she's not MJ. She's not Mary Jane Watson. She's Michelle. That's what she is. Right. And then what I've, I never, I've not picked up on this in any of you until I've seen this one, right? Right, obviously at the end, Vulture's in prison, Matt Gargan comes up, says, I've been told that you know who Spider-Man is. Mm-hmm. Right. Peter Parker's got some big problems because mm. Ganky knows, not Ganky because he's not Ganky in this, Ned, but it's Ganky from Always Spider-Man. Um, <laughs> Vulture knows, and then this is the one that I didn't pick up on. At the very end, after being so careful for the whole movie, he leaves his bedroom door open as he's doing his bedroom messies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Why would you do that? Like, so anyway, it'll be fun to see what they do. Not a great Spider-Man movie. A good MCU movie. A good MCU Spider-Man movie, but as a standalone Spider-Man movie, not as good as... Um, even though I didn't like The Lizard and Amazing Spider-Man, I preferred The Amazing Spider-Man or like Spider-Man 2 with Doc Ock as much mm-hmm. as in like Tom, uh, what's his fucking name? Toby Maguire. Toby or like Maguire. I, I, I even enjoyed The Amazing Spider-Man 2. A lot of folk hate it, but I didn't mind it. I thought it was really good. And like folk did make a point that if um, Andrew Garfield hadn't fucked about at the start so much talking to Rhino, he could have stopped him. Like when he was talking to him, instead mm. of letting him plow through like six cars, and then like there's a fight mm. where he's fighting Electro, and halfway through the fight he zips off and comes back with a fireman's hat on, and it's like so <laughs> yeah. instead of beating Electro, you fuck off and put on a fancy dress costume and then come back down. So yeah. Yeah. Do, do you know? I think that there's probably it's probably on YouTube already, but like somebody could make a really good like supercut of like all the Spider-Man stuff and like put it together and make a fucking amazing Spider-Man movie, like out of all what six movies there have been so far. Like six recent, more recent movies. Anyway, not the not the old old shit, but like the the six like our lifetime movies. Um, you could make an amazing like proper good Spider Man movie out of all the footage from those. Like combining like the uh, the Andrew Garfield Spider Man quips with like Tom Holland as Peter Parker and like some of the other like villains like spliced in there rather than like the ones that like uh, Norman Osborn from the fu- the first trilogy who I liked. Mm. Yeah, he was good. Not weird goblin disease goblin that's in Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man, like, and he's weird Harry. <laughs> that Harry didn't work. Like, no, give terrible. me Franco anytime. And I liked uh, like uh, Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy. She was really good. Emma Stone was good as Gwen Stacy. Um, but yeah, like I said, in this one, like Liz Allen, I bought Liz Allen's fine. That's that's fine. She's kind of just more a crush of Peter Parker's, and she what does that? But making this Michelle chick. MJ, I've got no issues with, but her name can't be Michelle. It has to be Mary Jane Watson. You can't have this now be MJ. Like I, I don't like that at all. And that's not me just picking at threads. It's like I get what you done it for the shop file. You're like, oh my god, she's going to be MJ, but you, her name's Mary Jane Watson. That's stupid. I like I don't know that they've like they, they've not really done enough with her character yet to like for her to be like MJ at all. Like you don't know anything about her. Like yeah, at it's all, the fact that she said that. Cool. Yeah. I think that was just to... I don't think she's actually like Mary June Watson. I think that's just... She wants to be called MJ. Yeah. 
Why do you call her MJ though? What does the J mean? Like, okay, Michelle, what's her second name? Jameson? She could be Michelle Jameson. I have no idea. J. Jonah Jameson's kid, that'd be funny. (laughs) What they should definitely do is do it in order though. They should definitely have Gwen Stacy in the next one as his first love interest because that would make sense. Slowly phase out this Michelle and then if they do a third one, which Tom Holland said that they're doing a trilogy. So like when they do the third one, make it Mary Jane Watson. Do you know what I mean? Because in the comics it was Liz Allen you kind of like. Then it was Gwen Stacy was his first love that the goblin killed. And then the third one it was Mary Jane. But they don't have to focus on the love life of this this one, uh, Tom Holland, so much because he's already kind of involved. And like after watching Infinity War, I'm like, what is he going to be a fucking Avenger now? Like, <laughs> yeah. What like because I liked how it was in um, Spider-Man: Homecoming, how he turned down the Avengers, and Tony Stark kind of played it off like, yeah, yeah, no, we want, and then it's like, what we're going to announce now? So he just decides to propose to Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> like, but he was going to announce them. Avenger, which was kind of tied into like Civil War and blah blah blah, yeah. but like the timeline of this kind of messed me up a wee bit as well. It's like, did this happen before, during, or throughout Civil War? Like they actually like fucked up the timeline on this movie massively because yeah, they, because they dated it at the beginning and they dated it wrong. <laughs> so they they haven't like they they've said that they're going to fix it with a like a full uh, MCU timeline, but they haven't actually released that yet. So. Uh, yeah, it's it's, it's totally Because it says up. eight years ago, doesn't it? And it's like, yeah, well, it says, three yeah. dates. <laughs> it's like after, it's basically, I think it's like eight years after the Battle of New York, something like that, when like, Spider-Man's coming out. But that would... So then how long has Vulture, so Vulture's been stealing stuff for ten years? I don't think there's yeah. ten years worth of Alien 10. <laughs> no, and it would it would have set, it would have ended up with the, uh, the this movie being set in like 2020, which would be after the events of like some of the other Civil stuff. Civil War? So... <laughs> yeah, so like it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. So, well, no, I mean it is after it is after Civil War. Is it because like yeah, is the events in the movie before Civil War or like? No, like, it's after because remember at the right at the beginning it's like it yeah, but I don't know if that was like just his video diary, wouldn't you? Yeah, that's that's before because that's when he gets involved with like Tony Stark and like Happy and stuff like that. Um, so that's after after Civil War's already finished. It's like when the movie begins for Spider Man's part of the movie anyway. Mm. But yeah, they they need to bring out an actual timeline. It's because of the beginning of that movie, like it fucks up. It says the... eight years ago, and it was Vulture yeah. cleaning up the Battle of New York, so that yeah. would be two thousand and nineteen. Yeah, it fucks up the whole like timeline of the MCU completely. So, uh, and they've they sh- just shouldn't have dated it. Like yeah, if they didn't date it, there's no problem. Sorry, no, because that means that that issue. means that, yeah, you're right. That means this movie's twenty twenty because eight years ago mm-hmm. would be two thousand and twelve, which is the Battle of New York. So that means yep. that. Spider-Man set in 2020 and Civil War happened in, what, 2016? Yeah, <laughs> so I'm like, what, what's happened? <laughs> so yeah, it doesn't make any That sense. is a big oversight for a film like doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anyway, Spider-Man Homecoming, like, I can't like, I can't <coughs> love the movie. I do want to get it in 4K though. <coughs> so I have ranked the Spider-Man movies the way that I like them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, number five, no, sorry, at number six, Spider-Man 3. At number five, Spider-Man 2. Number four is Spider-Man Homecoming. At number mm. three, Spider-Man. At number two is Amazing Spider-Man 2, and at number one is Amazing Spider-Man. Hmm. Yeah. I would kind of probably agree with that ish. Maybe Amazing Spider-Man 2, I didn't like it as much. Um, so I'd maybe put that lower, but yeah, I'd kind of agree with that for the most part. Yeah. Because Amazing Spider-Man, I just really enjoyed it. I really liked it. And see, when I was reading up why Amazing Spider-Man didn't happen, 
Apparently Andrew Garfield started becoming really difficult to work with and the Sony president wanted to bring him out in some sort of stage and then he said that he was too ill. Didn't even bother getting his flight, turned his phone off and then went out with, what's her name, Emma Stone instead mm-hmm. of showing up. So the president of Sony just went, he's well, he's sacked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I've asked you to do a press event, we pay you millions, you're, you're signed on to do this film and you're telling me you're not going to get on a plane. And he's like, no, I'm not not coming to do a press event for Spider-Man that's made me a fortune. <laughs> yeah, well, fuck off then. <laughs> yeah, but I'm kind of glad they did because I've seen an interview played um, Captain Stacy and they were going to have a plot where Spider-Man had a device that can bring back the dead and Captain Stacy was going to come back to life. Mm, no, I don't like that. <laughs> so I'm kind of <laughs> glad it stopped where it did. Yeah. Um, I like Jamie Foxx's Electro. I, see, I didn't like. I had no problem with the character like Bloom Black and all that, but like, I just didn't like the way that Jamie Foxx played him. Like, see the nerd like bit of him. Didn't yeah. like that at all. Like, I, I think is that the way that he is in the Ultimate Universe? Uh, not so. Like, almost creepy, stalkerish, mm. nerdy. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't. He doesn't love Spider Man or anything. But mm. the way that he looked once he was Electro, yeah, that's how mm. he looked in the Ultimate Universe. Yeah, yeah. So they went with that. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't mind that so much. Like once he actually became Electro, but like his like. Story to become Electro didn't like it was that. bullshit. Nah, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Like... <laughs> once he was Electro, it was fine. Like I loved the into Rincy Spider bit when it was like bouncing off the pylons, like doon 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 doon. Mm. That was good. And then the death of Gwen was like, oh! mm. I knew it was going to come, but like, see, at that point it was so harsh. She just went thump at the end of the rope, mm-hmm. at the end yep. of the spider web. Oh, she was good as Gwen Stacy. I liked her as Gwen Stacy. Yeah, Much better than Bryce Dallas Howard in Spider Man Three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then again, that was Topher Grace that was playing Venom. Less better. Less said about his Venom. Yeah. Yeah. The new Venom film. I'm I'm quite interested in that. Um, but anyway, I watched one more thing, Andy. Um, I was looking. I've wrapped up most of my TV shows. I'm like, cannot get back in Daryl. I'm not getting back into flashing any of them. But I want to polish off the um, Marvel ones. I'm looking at ones that I've not even watched yet, and I was like, mm, "Inhumans." I know it's meant to be terrible, don't, but don't watch it. It's very uh, bad. Is it canon still? It? No, I didn't. It is, it's canon. Yeah, yeah. It's in the MCU, but what? Did, uh, why did they fuck that up? Why? Why was that not? Like, what happened with that? I'm sure that that was going to be a big screen movie. They had originally like, uh, they had originally slated it as a movie, but then uh, they rolled back on that and push it to a TV show. I bet it's because... IMAX. Do you know why? I bet it's because the talks with Fox had started and they're like, hold on, we don't need this movie. Yeah, if we're going to have X-Men movies. Yeah. Like, yeah. What's the point? Because, like, obviously, mm-hmm. as you know, when Fox refused to budge on, was it Fantastic Four and X-Men, they killed them off in the comics and everything. Yeah. <laughs> and then, when you think about it, but a few years ago that they started before we knew about the Fox deals the X-Men started coming back in the comics and everybody wondered why and obviously that's because the talks didn't just happen like the way we heard about it in the news like oh talks are in place and then within a few weeks oh that's it done the talks would have been no, going back and forth for years I mean even the even the talks when we started hearing about them is well well over a year before the, the deal was ratified and like confirmed like, yeah but before that yeah obviously like the the bigwigs knew about it for years before that yeah, this was a thing that would the, one, the one that's a shame. Sony's never going to release Spider Man to them. No chance. Nah, I don't think so. Like, especially too big a money spinner. Yeah, 
Yeah, but now they're kind of fucked because they kind of have to. Like, Sony's kind of got them over a barrel a wee bit unless they're smart about it because I'm sure they've only got the rights for Peter Parker Spider-Man. So what they should do while they've got Tom Holland is throw Miles Morales in and have that as the MCU's and then go, fuck it, have have your Spider-Man back, have your Spider-Man universe, we've got Spider-Man. Um, no, I think he, I think he's part of it is as he well. Part of the deal, yeah. Because they're do, remember they're doing that other Spider-Man movie, like, into the uh, Spider-Verse the animated one. Yeah, the animated and there's, one. There's, that's Miles. There's, there's talk that that might be MCU, but on a different universe. <coughs> okay, cool. I'd be fine with that. And one of the rumors I heard is Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire might be doing. <laughs> For different versions of Spider-Man. Yeah, oh, that's fine. I mean, they did. I can't comics, see Andrew Garfield. Well, they had them before, like pop up in the comics, like Andrew Garfield Spider-Man and Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. So, did they? Why not? Yeah, yeah, they had it. Like, um, it, you know how there's like crossover comics where it's like all these different Spider-Men are kicking about. Yeah. And there's like one panel where it's the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, and one panel where it's like the Tobey. Oh, they've Spider-Man been in the background. So, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um. So yeah. Anyway, uh, I didn't watch Inhumans. No, and then, then I stuck on the Runaways. Okay, I haven't seen that but, yet. But neither have I because Tasha fell asleep and she wanted to see it. Right. So the one I did end up watching <laughs> was Cloak and Dagger. Mm. Right now, my knowledge of Cloak and Dagger is probably less than yours. Apart from them showing up quite a few times in Spider Man, all I know is one's dark, one's light, one's got a dagger, and one's got a cloak. Yep. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. Mm-hmm. Um, Anything you need to know about them? <laughs> This show is actually really good. I've only yeah, watched the first two episodes. Hmm. Um, and there's a lot of character building, which I think is good. Um, it's not boring character building, like Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Jessica hmm. Jones season two. Yeah. It's actually really good. Um, and they've not really used much of the powers. Um, it feels like a higher budget than the Netflix shows for some reason. Don't know why I it just does. He- I think it it's definitely a lower budget, but I think it's because it's more like character driven and more focused on just like those people and like obviously the I think the Netflix ones, the actors for those will be more expensive than like what these guys are, are on. What was so big name actors Netflix had, wasn't it? Yeah, well I mean not all of them are big name, but like certainly there is some big Mike name. Coulter but... and uh, what's the name? Jessica Jones' real name. They were both bigger. Uh, uh, Kristen Ritter. Yeah, they were bigger than obviously like Iron Fist and Daredevil, but um, yeah. Anyway, this this basically is kind of setting the scene, and it's kind of weird because obviously he's the dark and she's the light, like hope and nightmares or whatever it was. I can't remember, but basically, there are two young kids. There's an accident. Roxon's involved in it, and some sort of explosion. They both end up in the water. Her dad's in a car crash, and he jumps in because his brother gets shot by a policeman. Yep. He jumps in to try and save his brother, and there's some sort of explosion. They you find out. Like in the second episode or the end of the first episode, they both wake up on a beach together, but they live very different lives. Now you think that uh, Dagger's going to be all like happy go lucky, whereas it turns out that she's the one that's fucked up at school, she's the one that's on drugs, mm. and she's the one that's doing all the bad shit. Whereas uh, Cloak, he's the one that's put his head down, studies a lot, tries to get good grades, he's on the basketball team and stuff, and it's like, yep. what the fuck? That's kind of a cool way of doing it, but. Yeah. Um, obviously like the powers are kind of fluctuating just now like she almost gets like assaulted she gets nearly raped in an alleyway and like then the dagger comes out and kills the guy so she's got to kind of go on the run um so she's getting this fake identity made up but she's stealing stuff and 
uh, cloak is a, I can't remember that their actual names. Doesn't matter because it's cloak and dagger. <laughs> cloak and dagger yeah. So like uh, cloaks getting beat up by the basketball team because he doesn't show up in time because he realizes when he pulls stuff around him it can teleport him as you know that power. And he wakes up like in some random place, so he, he's late for his basketball meetings. So the whole team's punished. So they beat him up and leave him. And uh, as he's getting beat up, she's at this wedding, and her hands start glowing because obviously they're connected. Mm-hmm. And then like she's running away at the end of the episode too because her boyfriend gets caught after they steal stuff from the wedding, and he goes to try and shoot the killer of his brother because the police totally yep. killed up, covered up the shooting and said that he was on drugs and that uh, there was no officer that shot him. He just fell in the river and his body was never recovered properly and uh, Cloak knows it's a lie. No one's believed him. But he tries to shoot the cop because he finds him and as he shoots him he disappears and appears in front of Dagger's car and oh, he hears the gunshot and her car swerving off the road. But they're obviously connected and I don't know too much about the character a bit more and like it seems cool I like the connections and stuff I like that it's already MCU with the Brockton Corporation and stuff like that which was in was it Iron Man 3 or uh, uh, well it was been in it's been in S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, quite quite significantly and uh, even more so significantly in uh, Agent Carter there was big plot lines in it for Agent Carter I never watched season 2 of Agent Carter it was bad, but like the Roxxon was was in it. I mean, it's basically the petrol company of the of the MCU. <laughs> like, right. I so there were anyway. Do you know more about Cloak and Dagger as a comic? And if you, um, so I don't know that much about them as like a comic, but I have seen uh, some more of the TV show than that. Um, right. And I think I've seen up to about episode seven, maybe maybe six or seven, something like. That. It's really good. Like it, it actually gets better as it goes along as well. Like, yeah, I think the last episode we watched of it, and we need to go back to watch that actually, but. The last episode that we watched it was probably one of the best episodes of like a TV show I've ever seen. It was fucking brilliant the way they did it. Um, but yeah, like I really like like the way they've kind of visualised those powers because they're not like that interesting. The powers. No. Like, one guy can one guy can sort of teleport himself, or one and the girl can like make nice of you. Get, Just make, nice a, of you. make a make a dagger out of light. Like, yeah. Okay, like that's not that interesting. But the way they've kind of like visualised it and like made it be like a kind of emotional thing. Is yeah. uh, is really interesting, and I like the the uh, actors they've got playing these two characters as well. They're really good. Yeah, I'm really I'm really enjoying the show, and obviously, Cloak and Dagger are romantically linked, depending on what iteration you see them in. Because they're usually hanging about Spider Man or some of Spider Man's familiar sort of people. Mm. Like that's usually when I've seen them. I'm sure they debuted in Spider Man as reading up, but um. I've never read a Cloak and Dagger comic. I don't know if I'd be interested enough to read a Cloak and Dagger comic, but the TV show sounds quite promising. But because it's on like its own network, there's no other shows on that network. It makes me wonder if there's ever going to be any crossovers and such like, because Netflix has struggle enough to cross over well, mm. let alone this. Possibly not, but I think it does work as its own like standalone show as well. See, here's, here's the biggest problem with the TV shows. Like, they're basically all going to have to be set before Thanos' snap until Avengers 4 because they can't do anything that's going to overrule the movies. Do you know what I mean? So all of them are mm. kind of on hold. Maybe not S.H.I.E.L.D., but S.H.I.E.L.D.'s the only one that's a direct spin-off, really. I don't know direct spin-off, but S.H.I.E.L.D.'s a direct spin-off of the first Avengers movie. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Whereas the rest of them are all kind of side stories in the Marvel Universe, but not none of them can deal with after the snap until Avengers 4. Yeah, I think the Netflix shows are gonna have a problem with that. Like, like with uh, when I think Daredevil's the next one that comes out. 
I'm, it's going to have to be set before Thanos is snapped. Yeah, it's going to have to be set before it. Like I know Ant Man and the Wasp had like issues with it as well because people weren't sure when it was set. They were confused about like when until it was, the end. Yeah, until the end of it. Yeah, and I still haven't seen it yet, but I know what happens like at the end. Um, but like Shield, Shield did the same. Like especially like the episodes that came out around about when Avengers was out, were like okay, and like when's the snap going to happen? When's the snap going to happen? It didn't happen like at all. <laughs> I thought the snap happened at the end of Shield. Nah, it didn't happen. Um, they got to like that the end of the season, and then that was it, done. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess it happened. They talked about, um, they talked about in the show like things happening in uh, in New York, and uh, that happened in Infinity War. So that's like, remember when Thanos sent his like envoys down to what Proxima Midnight and that, like when they were fighting when Doctor Strange, fighting. Yeah. yeah, when they fighting Doctor Strange and Iron Man in New York. They talked about that happening, and and that's they actually used it as a plot point. Like, and it was there was a guy trying to like go to be a hero and like um to try and help them um to deal with the things but the uh they never actually dealt with like the, the snap happening like the events took place of the last two three episodes took place between that that new york and between the snap and before the snap happening i would assume the snap happened pretty much as soon as they like as soon as the the, ended. she goes black and and then the, the snap would happen but they didn't actually would, show it like in what would have been cool is if they'd said fury and uh maria hills on the way and it showed you them in the car you know how mm. that was yeah. that would have been cool if they were on the way to help them for something like if they said so much going on just now we can't talk about it, it's all classified but she fury's on his way yep. and like then it, it could have cut to them two in the car driving do you know what i mean and then the car skidding and them getting out and that would have been a direct link right there but yep they didn't. <laughs> All the shows are basically on hold, and they're going to have to rush write them, I think, to catch up, or we're going to have a yeah. big gap without shows. Yeah, well, that's what they've done with Shield. Like Shield's on basically on hiatus just now until like Avengers Four. <laughs> no, no, um, it comes back like I think it's January or something like that. But like normally, it comes back like run about now. So it's then... going to have to deal with the snap. Yeah, before yeah, Avengers Four. Oh, they, they will definitely like they they'll have probably the first episode where it may end with like the snaps <laughs> happening and then them dealing with like whoever gets gets uh, whooped away, uh, yeah. whoever gets dusted, um, until like Avengers Four happens and then whatever happens, well, people come back or what? Yeah, but the rest of the shows, like you said, the Netflix shows are even worse because they don't have mm. as direct a link as Shield does. Like Shield's the only one that's got like an actual. They all have like kind of nods or mentions of yep. stuff but Shield's the only one that's kind of direct do you know what I mean yep. and I know they kind of came away from it and a lot of folk are saying that the story's a bit better since they've not been tied down by the like since after Age Ultron and they've kind of tried to come away from it all the other shows <laughs> yeah I, I don't know I liked it better when it was more tied to be honest did, I, well, maybe you did maybe, maybe you did maybe it's, maybe it's wrong but like the, the thing is that the rest of them are really going to have to like they're, they're going to have, like, even after Avengers 4, there's going to be a season of, say, Punisher or something that's, like, before the snap again. Do you know what I mean? Before they catch up with the writing. Because, mm, yep. obviously, they'll know now, right, what mm. happens after the snap. I would imagine they would know now, too. I don't know how it works mm, with them, like... I mean, some people will know, like, Kevin Feige will know, and maybe, uh, like, I forget what the guy's name is, that's, like, the head of again, Marvel uh, TV, but you That's know, what I mean, so there's a, there's a load of Netflix writers sitting just now waiting, like everybody else, until Avengers, until they see their pre-screen, and they're not going to be able to get to writing. <laughs> not really, no. <laughs> and I mean, like, Daredevil Season 3, there's no way they can have covered anything to do with the snap, the snap at no, all. They might, no they might have, like... They might have the la- like an end credits scene type thing, like or the last scene where where the snap happens. But it's, it's crazy good. because that's set round the corner. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I like I need to catch up and watch uh, Jessica Jones season two and uh, Luke Cage season three and Iron Fist season two. Luke Cage season yet. three out already. Uh, yeah, season three's out now. Of Luke Cage. Uh, or season, or season two. Can't remember. Was but it's it's season two. Sorry, season two. Yeah. Season two. Yeah. But, uh, but, but I haven't Jessica watched it. We watched because I loved season one and it was mm. terrible. Um, but do you know the other weird thing is as well. Netflix seem to have this exclusive Amazon and Marvel deal, but Amazon's got cloak and dagger. It's like, what the fuck's yeah. going on? I'm not sure how that worked. I think that's because, like, in in America, cloak and dagger was on. I can't remember. It was like free form or something. Amazon's like got Shield now as well, <laughs> right? So I mean, they must I, have a deal with the other network, which makes yeah. sense. Like, see if Netflix have the exclusive ones. It made mm. sense that Amazon pursued the other ones to get them mm. to did something. Yep. I don't really mind. I've got both anyway, so... Yeah, yeah, same. But, I mean, it's kind of weird. Like, uh, although, uh, the cool thing is, even though it isn't, uh, this is an Amazon Prime, uh, what's her name? You know, the nurse? Mm-hmm. She's a public mention as well. Oh, okay, like Claire. Yeah, Claire, she's mentioned. Right, okay. Okay, cool. So, even though it's different networks, there is some coherency, but you've got to respect MCU. Like, there's surely things like you have to respect that these guys are going to talk about a show that's on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, like, I think it's kind of a shame, like, for the TV shows. Like, and obviously the snap's going to be used as a semi-reboot and to, like, permanently end some contracts that weren't worthwhile anyway. Hmm. Scarlett Johansson. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so, there's some folk that just don't need to come back because they became pointless characters. Hawkeye. <laughs> mm, okay, fuck. <laughs> like he fizzled out to nothing, and I know there's a chance because Ronan, you know, like in the because everybody's mm. talking about it. But who cares? Like, don't make Ronan win. Just let Jeremy Renner go away. The thing is, a bit like Ronan. He only became Ronan because he because uh, I think he died in Mockingbird. That's so what if he dies Ronan. at the start of Avengers? Uh, no, no. Well, he didn't die. Like um, Mockingbird died. So like Mockingbird is Bobby Moss, who's in Shield. Yeah, um, and in the comics, he's like Hawkeye's married to her. Yeah, right? but what if what if something similar happens in the book? It's not going to be the same as the comics because this wasn't the same as Infinity no. War comics. No, so no. What if what if somebody dies, mm-hmm. and it works out the same way? What if Hawkeye comes at the start and he dies? Hawkeye could die. Yeah. Um. What what I think might be more likely is what they do is because uh, the thing is with, with Mockingbird, what they did is they they killed her off years before, and like Hawkeye went off the rails and then ended up becoming Ronan to get away from the like the Hawkeye persona, um, because he was doing it like kind of in the shadows type thing, and people didn't know who he was and all that sort of shit. Um, but they could, and she ended up coming back because she was a it was actually a scroll that died. The the Mockingbird that died was was a scroll. So when the all the scroll prisoners got released, like she was one of them, and turned out she hadn't died, it was the scroll version that had died. So I they could do something nice similar with Black Charlie. Widow. Like, Charlie Cox is Daredevil. In fact, no fuck Daredevil. The only one I want to see is that Vincent DeForio's Kingpin <laughs> fighting Tom Holland. I really want to see that. Mm, yeah, because he's perfect as the Kingpin. Yeah, he is fantastic as Kingpin. Like. Uh, it it was a real genius piece of casting and like mm-hmm. like he deserves to be in a movie that guy like holy fuck he's been in a movie he was in fucking no, no, uh, no, I, I, I was in, 
Yeah, and he was in uh, Jurassic World, and that is, is yeah, yeah, sort of that against a lot. So he's been in plenty of movies and stuff. I mean, he deserves to be in the movie as Kingpin. Yeah, like a Spider-Man movie as Kingpin. Yeah. Just imagine Tom Holland, like with the way Tom Holland is, series mm. of this Kingpin. That would work so well. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I watched this week. So anyway, let's move on to the show. We talk about all games that we've played this week and the video game news so andy what's happened in the switch new i mean video game news this week <laughs> so yeah like there's been a lot of news but like i think we've still got a few games and stuff that to talk about so i only will only mention some of the new stuff that's happened um the the ones that kind of stand out to to me um if there's anything that i missed that you think is worth mentioning then we'll uh, bring it up but um yeah thq nordic has bought the kingdoms of amalur app ip which is cool because I love that game. Yeah, that game was really good, and it was. Uh, it, was actually it was made really by like a studio that was owned by a baseball player, as far as I remember. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like a retired baseball player and thirty-eight studios. Which I don't know what what the baseball player's name was, but uh, but the game was actually really good. It's just the the problem with it was it came out like just after Skyrim, I think it was, or yeah. just before Skyrim, and like everybody bought Skyrim that would have bought this game if it had come out six months earlier. If it timed or, it better. Or delayed yeah, or, or six months. Or six months later. Then people would have had their Phillips guy and went, oh, here's a new fucking thing. I'm right into fantasy right now. I want another thing like, like that and go for it. But the, the the one thing I always remember this game is there was like DLC on it because it was published by fucking EA. <laughs> There's this DLC on it and uh, you'd go up and you'd speak to this character and he would tell you this really interesting story about a quest and you'd go, oh, that sounds interesting. Let's go do that quest. And then, and then it's like, oh, and if you want to do that quest, it's part of the DLC. And this is like in a fucking text bubble that the character's saying. <laughs> and it's like, uh-huh. if, you, if you press the A on it, it took you to a link that took you to the store to buy the <laughs> DLC. <laughs> to buy this like, in oh. the conversation. <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck? Um, that that kind of rubbed me the wrong way, but I mean that's EA for you, isn't it? Uh, but the actual game's really good, and um, but given the fact that THQ has done with all the other games that it's bought, it's remaster. done a remaster of all of them. Like Red Faction, Red Faction came out, and what was what's the other one? Uh, Dark Siders. Like after they bought these, they did a remaster of it. So there's a remaster of Kingdoms Amalur coming. I fucking guarantee it. Um, which is fine. Like I'm, I'm as long as they add in all the DLC, and <laughs> you don't need to do that shit again. Because that was odd, but um, but yeah, they'll probably do a sequel to it as well, provided the the game does well. Because like, if you look at Darksiders, they've remastered the first two, and now the third one's coming out. So, so I'm totally fine with that. And it was, it did have a really good world built up, and uh, it was just because it came out like around that time when Skyrim was out, that like it was difficult to get into because Skyrim was fucking there. Um, but yeah, THQ Nordic, they're basically just buying up all the old properties that they used to love. Like I think it's like the head of it. It's like, oh, I fucking love that game. Yeah, like, can we I buy that? Buy yeah. Oh, fuck yes. Yeah, so let's get it. I want to play that again. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, just remake it. All right, cool. That's fine. All right, boss. Yeah, good, good job. <laughs> <laughs> we would do the same to me for you. Yeah, what, if I had like infinite game pockets of money. Yeah. Mm, let's just buy other games. Let's buy let's all buy the ones we like to love yeah. <laughs> that are just out in the wilderness. And I mean, to be fair, a lot of these franchises at this point, like, there's a lot of like. Uh, Nostalgia for some of these ones, like Darksiders and things like that. People loved that franchise, like back when it was out, and like in this kind of Zamlar game, and you know, like Time Splitters and stuff like that. Like Time Splitters was fucking amazing. I loved that game, and uh, it was obviously made by the guys, Croc. some of the guys anyway. That did, uh, yeah, Croc would be good. That did uh, like Perfect Dark and uh, and Goldeneye, and like Time Splitters, like deserves a new game. Probably, like I mean, a remaster, like okay, but I'd really like to see a new game, like current gen. 
Like, and you look at the the way that these character driven shooters have done things now, like Overwatch and that. Like, and those games are like huge. Yeah. So I'd I'd like to see like Time Splitters come back and kind of do its thing like that. Um, uh, Final Fantasy Fifteen Pocket Edition got announced and came out on a, on Switch and everything else. And I I know that I know you picked it up so. Mm. Uh, Dead Cells and Switch is out selling the PS4 version. Not surprising to feel like I think games like that are like perfect on the Switch. Like PS4's got all these big games out and like Switch hasn't had like a, a big proper release for the last couple of months. Like um, we've had like, Monster Hunter Generations and stuff, but uh, the weird the weird thing is that NBA on the Switch, even though it got reviews last year and this year, we mm. only accounted for two percent of the sales. For NBA, I mean, I think it just depends on the game. Like, if people are getting the NBA game, they're probably buying it on whatever console their pals are playing it on, so they can play online together. And so yeah, I got it. Great for online right now, so it, it was fine for online for the past. But I mean, I just I, I thought it was great. It's two percent seems very low, but then is that saying that more folk are buying it digital? Yeah, it could be because I was like, most of these chart like companies don't track digital sales. No. Switch people seem to like buying digital games because it's portable. Yeah, it's portable, and you don't need to carry around carts and stuff like that. I'm the opposite, but you know that's just me. But you're collecting them. There's a difference. Yeah. Um. Right. Let's see what else. Uh, Surgeon Simulator is uh, announced for Switch, and it's going to have co-op play. Because it's really surprising. Yeah. Uh, the Witcher is Netflix series is coming out in 2019. Cool. No, and Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill is playing fucking Geralt, which yep. is a strange casting, but okay. It's because he's moaning about Superman. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to find the thing with the uh, with the Switch, all the Switch news. The Direct. That was a pretty meaty Direct. Yeah, because there was a lot in the Direct. Um, oh, uh, UK sales chart for, uh, for last week. Spider-Man got number one. Obviously. I don't think it was surprising, and it got number one again uh, this, week. this week as well with Tomb Raider at number two. But Tomb Raider sales were way down on uh, the original game, and only I think it was two percent more than Rise of the Tomb Raider when it came out. And obviously, this one came out on, on every platform. Oh, someone's making a documentary about you, cunt. Remember him that made all the the bad video game movies? Yeah. Like, I, I actually, re- actually, really want to watch that documentary. To see what it, to see what it was all about. Because I mean, the guys, I watched the trail, and the guy seems like an absolute dickhead. Far Cry. The Far Cry movie, yeah. And uh, what was the other one, Jason Statham one that you did? The Dungeons and Dragons, but I don't. It, it was uh, no, no, it was some other franchise. Dun- not not Dungeon Keeper. I forget, but it was like a fantasy one and Jason Statham was running about jumping on people's heads and shit like that. It was a really bad movie. Dungeon Siege, it was. Dungeon Siege, yeah. But it was called in the name of the king or something, wasn't it? Ah, yeah, yeah. It was, and it was like a Dungeon Siege tale. Yeah. They did the sequel. They did the sequel to it and Ron Perlman was in one of them, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to pull up. Did he not do House of the Dead as well? Which was yeah, he did. Yep, he did all of those. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, what the fuck? Um, no, this one, this one. Um, yeah, yeah. Like he did all those bad movies that we watched. Like Far Cry was the the, the Far Cry was the tip of it. Like Jesus. Oh. 
that was horrific. I think that was yeah. the one that started it, wasn't it, the video game movies. Yeah, I think it was, yeah. Oh, watch this Far Cry movie. Oh, no. Really yeah, bad. It was bad. Um, oh, Assassin's Creed 3 uh, Remastered has been announced. Yeah, I've seen that, and it comes with like, if you get the season pass for Odyssey, which is nice. If you want to play a game with actual assassins, <laughs> yeah. Odyssey, then get these. Do you know how they're selling this already? This is the first use of the hidden blade. Fuck off. Fuck, fuck off. Like that started like tie-in, Jesus. Yeah. Mm, I, don't, I mean, I, the game actually looks really good, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get it. And like, I wouldn't mind. But they're now referring to it as an again, RPG, but... not a third-person I mean, action stealth game, which it started as. It, they're now referring to it as an RPG. I mean, Origins was very RPG-ish. Um, but yeah, that's like, not the game I want. I want Assassin's yeah. fucking key. <laughs> or, or if you're gonna fuck around, just give them a black flag too. Just keep bringing those out. <laughs> Um, right, so Nintendo Direct things. So there was a bunch of new things uh, got announced at Nintendo's Direct. So and new Super Mario Bros. <laughs> yeah, new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe is coming out to the Switch in January. Well, bye, because it includes new Luigi U, which is one of my favourite games in the Wii U. Yep, um, and this is all. This will obviously come digital and physical. Uh, it's actually a good game, that one. And it also comes with extra features with rare bit whatever his name is, and the a pink toad that turns into Peach, which is weird. Yeah, to- it's Toadette that turns into Peachette, and like people have been going mental about this online, like at, like about whether or not it's a new character, or whether or not like Toads can somehow evolve into like humans, <laughs> and is Peach actually like a- evolved a toad, toad in some way? <laughs> well, in the Mario Brothers movie, the day of fungus. Hmm. Although that was Daisy's dad in the movie. Yeah, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Um, Luigi's Mansion Three got announced. Yeah, like, here's what I was meaning. Like, surely because that's coming to Switch, they can't mm. just keep one and two and three DS. They have to bring those to the Switch. I mean, they might, but like, they look really dated. One and two at this point. Like, if they, they have to... like that's what I mean. Do I just buy that in the three DS to play through it again, or do I hold off in case it comes to Switch? Like, this is the annoying point because I, I am in the mood to play Luigi's Mansion. I, I do don't what think. If... I don't think they're going to bring them to Switch. Mm. Like the the one and two. It's kind of weird movie, though yes. that a game like that coming to the three DS at this stage in its life. Mm. But it, I suppose it's still Nintendo going. Look, guys, we bought it for another what four or five years. Yeah, there's a couple of years anyway. I don't know. Fuck us. Um, Capcom is doing a beat 'em up bundle, which includes some of their old Look arcade shit. games. That like, Look not, oh, not anyone's not anyone's that I care about. Okay. No. Um, they're do, uh, as part of the online stuff they're doing uh, the Switch NES controllers which which you seem to quite like the look of like and they, they kind of clip they charge to, yeah. yeah so they clip to your Switch to so you can charge them but they don't you can't play them as like Joy-Cons or anything like that I thought no, it was weird that they, they look exactly the same right but one's the left one and one's the right one <laughs> yeah. like, but they look identical apart from obviously the rails on the top so they're going to get confused and they're going to break people's switches and you know what's going to happen next year is that the SNES versions are going to come out yeah, and I think on on the NES it works because there's no shoulder buttons. But on the SNES, I don't know how you like make a nice ergonomic design with that. You don't. It would have to protrude even more. Yeah, so I don't. I don't. Know, I don't. Don't like the look of that. Um, but yeah, those are. You can only buy those if you buy if you've got the online subscription. You can't buy them like otherwise. So which is cool. And that online you can buy it as of tonight. I think it is. And if you buy it tonight, you also get Platoon Two DLC. Nice. I'll begin the year. Yeah. 
Um, Diablo 3 Eternal Collection is announced to come out on November the 2nd. We obviously already knew about the game, but we didn't know the date. Um, I'm looking forward to that. I think I'll probably buy that when it comes out. Uh, the Yoshi's, uh, that's uh, Diablo 3. Because I've never oh, played I'm, get, I'm definitely getting that when it comes out. Yeah. I started it on PS4 and it felt like it was too small a game to play on a big telly on the PlayStation. Mm. But see, for handheld and it's multiplayer, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, perfect. Um, Mario Party's coming out October 5th. I don't know if there was a date for that before, but they showed off some like new trailer for it. I've no real interest in that game. Look, looks fine. Um, City Skylines got its release date, and oh, it's out now. Um, and it includes all the DLC that's out up to this point. However, it looks really choppy. Like, the frame, it looks really bad on it. Um, and I, I read a Eurogamer article about it that they'd played it at, I think, Gamescom. And they said that, yeah, it runs like shit on the Switch. So, yeah, I'm not bothered with that. I didn't like it on PC, to be fair. And if I don't like it on PC, I'm not going to enjoy it at all on the uh, on the Switch. Um, Yoshi's Yoshi's game got its title finally. Um, Yoshi's Crafted World, and it's coming out spring. It looks year. awesome. Looks really good. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait to play that. It looks much better than the, the Kirby game that they yeah. did this year. Like and Yo- well, Yoshi's Yoshi- Kirby, I kind of put them on the same sort of pages. Well, like Yoshi stole of... the yarn style off of Kirby, didn't they? Off of Kirby's yeah. But like I kind of put them on the same sort of like level as like the B tier Nintendo characters that I'm not that interested in, but I'll try their games. And like the Kirby game was really shit; it was too easy. Uh, but this game looks much better and reminds me a lot more of like Little Big Planet than anything else. Um, I like the way that you can play down the screen and like you can also then play through them backwards to get to secret areas and stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, I think that's really cool because like it's always something that you would be interested to be able to do in like a two D game, like. Oh, what happens if I look at this level backwards, like yeah. looking from the other side? Um, and I think that's cool to like add something different to like a two D platform because there's so many of them kicking about now. Um, there's a few uh, like digital board games coming out. So you've got uh, Carcassonne, Lord of the Rings, the Living Card Game, and a uh, Pandemic uh, coming to Switch sometime between now and March. And they've also announced that they're doing uh, a Catan game and uh, a Munchkin game. So like Munchkin's cool. Like Munchkin's I'm interested cool. in Munchkin. Yeah, yeah the other ones. That. Unless the Lord of the Rings game is free, I'm not interested in the other. Especially ones. if Munchkin's online, I would happily play that. Yeah, I definitely play Munchkin. Like, like, and I've heard Chip talk about it plenty of times that it's interesting, but I've never ever gotten around to like actually getting it. You've got a card from from Munchkin, don't you? Yeah, I won a <laughs> team contest. Yeah, uh, Civ Six is coming to the the Switch. Which I think is fucking cool. Um, November sixteenth for that one. Like, uh, Civ Six is Very really cool. good. Um, so I'll probably get that uh, they announced some more characters for uh, Starlink Battle for Atlas so Peppy, Falco and uh, so Slippy the Star Fox guys right? the Star Fox guys and uh, Wolf is uh, the bad guy for the Star Fox missions uh, to be honest I, so cool. I may only play the Star Fox missions because like they look really cool like in the way that the way that the uh, cutscenes are and stuff like that it looks like a fucking Star Fox game um, yep. yeah yeah and they, they did some release dates for some of the new games that are coming out. Like, uh, Warframe is kind of the only real new one, so that's uh, November 20th for that, and the other ones already all had their release dates. Uh, the big news for me, though, was uh, Final Fantasy. Like, it's coming to Switch. All of fucking Final Fantasy. Apart from Final Fantasy VIII, it was like Final Fantasy Seven, Final Fantasy Nine, Final Fantasy X, Final Fantasy... What's wrong with VIII? I get, <laughs> I get stopped obviously... in the six, but why is VIII not coming there's something with 8 and I think it's because it's never been like 
ported to anything before, like for years. Like nobody's got that the assets for it. I think is what the problem is. But I reckon what they'll do end up doing with eight is like doing seven, doing a remake. They'll do a remake of eight as well at some point after the dumb with seven, because you could make that into a really good like kind of action game. See with the, like with Squall's Gunblade and shit like that, you could make that into a really good like kind of like Final Fantasy fifteen type action game because they had some elements of like Gunblade type stuff in uh, in fifteen. So. Uh, then, and then they announced uh, Smash Bros. Ultimate Isabel is coming to it from Animal Crossing. And then they... That was sneaky as fuck because everyone watched yeah. it and went, oh. New Animal Crossing game and then it was... And just, then they went, yeah, she's in Smash. Yep. Everyone was like, oh my god. But then they then after that went and announced a new Animal Crossing game coming out next year. Which was like, I was watching this trailer and I hadn't watched it, seen any spoilers. I was just like, mm. oh yes, new Animal Crossing. Oh, she's just in Smash and then it was like, oh, are you guys? Because I love Animal Crossing. Yep. And those uh, Final Fantasy games are all coming to Xbox as well, which I think is crazy. Like Final Fantasy VII on Xbox One. Doesn't what sound fuck? right. It doesn't, but, feel, it doesn't feel right at all. Like I feel like dirty even saying that. Like, <laughs> like yeah. no. Um, and a really weird piece of news, right? See this Direct? It, that's the Direct that we got, and that's the Direct that America got, the one that we saw. Japan yeah. got a very slightly different direct where they had an extra game on it, right? Which was Assassin's Creed Odyssey on Switch. Right? But streaming money, yeah. It's going to be through that weird streaming tech that they, they've been using in Japan that they did for Resident Evil 7. Um, now, I haven't heard anyone like talk about it like from using it in Japan, but I did watch a video of a guy playing Resident Evil 7 by mm-hmm. like doing a VPN to trick his yeah. switch to thinking he was in Japan, but obviously, like, the lag on it was so terrible and, like, you couldn't really play it because, like, it's it's connecting to a fucking server in Japan, so you couldn't get a good enough connection to be able to actually play the game. But it did look okay, um, so I don't get why they're not, like, bringing that shit over here. Like, it's really confusing. Like, I get Resident Evil 7, like, that makes sense, but Assassin's Creed Odyssey is not a Japanese game at all. Like, that's a Western game, <laughs> like, through and through. Like, yeah. Like that can, that really confused me, but yeah. So we'll wait and see what they end up doing with that. But it, it does mean that the Switch could potentially get all of those type of games through the streaming tech in the future, like all the big games, which I think is really smart for Nintendo to do that. Even if it is only through this sort of streaming way of doing it, because it means they can get any game at this point, provided you've got a good internet connection. Um, weirdly, Fortnite on the Switch isn't going to require the online subscription. I think it's going to be a trend with free-to-play games. Mm. They're going to be like, nah, fuck that. Because it would dig into Fortnite's user base. I think Fortnite's but, like made, made it a condition of their uh, Portnite Getting on the Switch, yeah. yeah. Like, okay, because like, Nintendo's obviously went, alright, we're, so we're going to have this like online service coming, and um, Fortnite will be part of that. And Epic's went, no, if you want us to port this, like, let everyone play it don't require that and they were like eh. they went, oh, okay, it, we're, we're, not, we're not we're not bringing it then and Tenors went oh okay go on then yeah but then they had to open it up to other developers because they so like there's going to be some developers going to go nah I don't want it to be a requirement which is kind of opening the floodgates but then Metroid 4 is going to be online only mm. in 2 I think it's, in 3 yeah, I think it's only going to be like uh, free to play like online stuff like that like, not yeah. games that you would actually, like, pay money for. Yeah. So, okay, f- fair enough. That's fine. Um, 
PUBG's out now in full release and uh, War Mode is coming out in a couple of weeks. Cool. Um, and you can use your uh, Nintendo Gold Points towards your uh, Switch subscription you, if you you've like. You've skipped that NES games on Switch are playable for seven days without internet connection, then they lock. And also, if you get a Nintendo Switch subscription, say for a month, Andy, right? The minute that runs out, if you don't top it up, they delete your cloud saves. Yeah, that one's kind of bullshit. Because uh, Sony gives you six months, so say with your PlayStation Plus stuff, if you don't renew your subscription, then Sony will keep your save files on record for six months, and after that, they'll then delete them to free up. Well, you, say, you say that, but I got PlayStation Plus hmm. again this week because I wanted to play right. a couple of games, mm-hmm. and my saves were still there, but I haven't had PlayStation Plus for over a year. Mm. Maybe maybe in some way it's linked to my one because like You've my well, because I've recently put yours on it no no but, but obviously before we did that like my console was linked uh, as my primary and your account was on my PS4 so you yeah, would have been getting my plus benefits technically so so maybe to do that so yeah because the minute I get rid of pro I, I gave you my sign in, didn't I? And my plus had run, but my plus yeah. ran out months before that. So maybe it had run out four months before that, and I didn't renew it. And then because I gave you the sign in, once mm. that had plus. Yep. Maybe that's you, something to do with it. Yeah, because you were signed in on, on my PlayStation, it would have given you right. all my <clears throat> plus benefits. Yeah. I don't know. But right. I, well, I here's the other thing. Is. Sony only give you what is it, twenty gigabyte data store? Uh, so, I think it's five gigabytes, but fuck. Right, that's ridiculous. Uh, Nintendo, I can't remember what this again shows you how Xbox has been the, the leader for this for years mm. with the way their achievements and everything's set up. They've got infinite storage forever. Yeah. Like, you you <laughs> don't need to pay for extra storage. or Yeah, it's, and it's also unlimited. free. Like, you don't even need Xbox Live Gold to, no, uh, to have the, the laptops at all. Nope. Like, and it just happens automatically. You don't need to go and like push any uploads or anything like that. Remember, remember I, it just happens. Remember I lost my Final Fantasy 15 because That's right, yeah. it, it hadn't uploaded and I got, was it was it my Pro I got? And I, I yeah, installed it on my Pro. Hmm. And I had factored it, he set my Slim already. Like, oh no. All my saves were on that console only, which is ridiculous. Hmm. And But Nintendo haven't clarified either whether they're going to upload periodically. Like, they haven't fully detailed everything. Yeah, it's and mental. it goes, think, it goes think... live in five minutes. Yeah, I think it's mental because I think we're just going to basically discover this as we go along to see what, yeah. like, how it actually works. Which, like, okay, fucking Nintendo, go for it. Like, uh, great. I think it's funny yeah. as well that they like showed the app in the fucking trailer. I'm like, okay, so the app is going to be updated to support Mario Tennis now. Like, that's something. Like, so there's two games on it. <laughs> like, okay, what about Mario Kart? I don't think they even mentioned it as part of that. Maybe they did. But yeah, uh, they should have updated like that app when Mario Kart came out, like and had it in their day one, and people would actually be used to using it by now, and they're not. So nobody I think uses by that. The app. look of the trailer, though, you're not gonna. Have, they never mentioned a headset. They just next to the person. So I'm guessing they're expecting you to use it on like loudspeaker, which is going to be just as annoying as playing somebody that has a connect or a PlayStation camera in with Echo. Mm-hmm. Or, or well, like, obviously plug in any fucking headset to your phone. That's the simple way. Yeah, why? Why can't I just plug it into the switch? <laughs> it's because they they fucked up the controller like by not putting a headphone jack in it. That's the problem. 
Yeah, but I could plug it into my console and they could. Oh. Yeah, you could have a wireless, but the, because there's only like there's not enough USB ports in it to be able to run it properly. So I don't know. Um, okay, uh, Sega though Bluetooth. did announce that. Yeah, Bluetooth. Uh, Sega did announce that the uh, Sega Mega Drive Classics collection is coming to the Nintendo Switch physically and digitally this winter. Which I might get it on this. I'll definitely get it. The uh, uh, I, I, that's why I didn't buy it on the PS4 because I knew it would come to Switch. It was fucking I, obvious. It's like, such a nice setup as well. Like I tested a console with it like a few months mm-hmm. ago at work, and uh, it's set up like a nineties bedroom with like mm-hmm. posters from the nineties and stuff. And it's got like your gaming shelf, and you have to actually push right, select a game. Like instead of just having the standard menu, you select it. You're looking at a physical shelf set in your bedroom with game. Yep, awesome. And you have to like put the push left and put the cartridge in when you come out. It's basically an exact port of the Steam version of the Sega Classics collection. See, my only issue with this is it's the original Sonic, and I want the fucking Taxman versions of Sonic One and Two. I, I don't mind having the originals here. It just it does bug me though because like Sonic Three Knuckles aren't on this. Like that's the thing that's missing. Sonic 3 is never in anything, and I'm sure it's to do with the Michael Jackson licensing. But there's sure. a way around it. There's yeah. a version, that, the PC version, had the remix music on it, which isn't awful. It's not as good as the original, but they could easily mm-hmm. release that version. Yep. Uh, I mean, like, when they brought out the PC version, like, like I've got it on my PC right now, and it's got Sonic 3 in it. Like, Sonic 3 and Knuckles is there. Yeah, but it's, that's what I mean. It's different music. It's music. Yeah. They've changed. They've changed out the tracks that obviously Michael Jackson was involved in, because um, that that's that's a fact now. Because it was always rumored, and then it came out after Michael Jackson had died that mm. yes, he was involved in the making of it because he loved the Mega Drive and he loved Sonic. The tra- if you listen to the tracks, there's a video on YouTube that shows you what songs of Michael Jackson that they're sampling, and yeah. um, the PC version had different music. Because see, my Sonic Three complete, you can choose PC version music or original. So okay. Just release that version, Sega, so we've got please. Because every fucking thing has always got Sonic 1, Sonic 2, and Sonic and Knuckles. You've never got Sonic 3. Well, I don't think this one has Sonic Knuckles on it either. <sighs> Stupid. Yeah, but um, but I mean, it has 50 games that are Mega Drive games, and there's a lot of classic games in there, so uh, it's de- definitely going to be worth picking up. It's like going to be like 30 quid, something like that. Um, physical and probably the same-ish digital. Uh, but you can, buy the- you can buy it on PS4, Xbox One for like 20 now. But I'll, I'll definitely get it there. Um, aside from that, Sega's announced Puyo Puyo Esports. For the Switch. <laughs> For the Switch. NBA Playgrounds 2 is out October 16th. There's a Fortnite bundle coming with in-game currency and exclusive items. So that means a lot of folk are going to be buying this just to get the in-game. Because they released an exclusive costume for Fortnite with the, the Note 9. You have to buy a, a, a £800 phone to get the Galaxy yeah. costume. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, the costume doesn't look cool at all, though, and it's also not, like, Nintendo-themed in any way at all, so... If it was, like, what, a Mario costume one, or something like that... The one with this bundle, you know? Uh, it looks stupid. Um, but, yeah, people are going to buy the, it. It's the, quite, ga- the Galaxy quite costume's cool, than, though. Yeah, the, that is cool, but this this bundle's 20 quid dearer than just buying a Switch on its own. And, like, yep, and Fortnite's free. Yep. So, you're paying 20 quid to get this fucking costume that looks shit? Like, don't do that, just buy a normal switch <laughs> yep. but yeah that's pretty much all the news cool so let's move on to what we've been playing at. 
else have you been playing? Um, so I did play some more Yakuza, but I'm just going to chime in on that if you're going to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing I played was Spider Man, so I'll, I'll talk. I'll talk about that along with you as well. Um, the only thing I really played apart from that was uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Cool. So just out. You love Tomb Raider. How is it? Just out. I love Tomb Raider. Um, specifically, I, lo- I love the. I like. I've always liked Tomb Raider, but like, I really loved the the rebooted series. Like uh, when they did the new one, like in the first game of that series on PS3, Xbox 360, was fucking amazing. And then uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider, I bought an Xbox One, pretty much just to play that game when it came out, and absolutely loved it. And then bought it again, like as soon as it came out on PS4. Um, I never actually went back and finished it again on PS4, but I got up to the point where I could play the DLC that I hadn't played, and the DLC on it was really good. So this one, I bought it, and I bought the Croft edition so I could get it two days early. <laughs> and How did that pay for you? That panned out that I got it on release date, <laughs> like on the Friday, when I should have got it on the like Wednesday. <laughs> like, because of okay. course you did. Because, yeah, I didn't order this one through Amazon because I did have it originally ordered through Amazon, but I got a deal on it through, like, some other website. Cool Shop, I think it was. I'll not bother ordering from them again, though, because, like, they shipped it so that it would come on, essentially, normal release date. Okay, I'll not bother. But it was was cheap because this uh, bundle was, like, 80 quid everywhere else, and it was only 64 off them. So, okay, it came with the season pass and, like, the two days early access that I didn't get. (laughs) I'm like, okay. (laughs) <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so I've played it. I played a good chunk of the game so far, maybe like seven, eight hours, I think, maybe. Um, and so far, I've really enjoyed it when it's worked properly. <laughs> okay. But there's definitely some fucking glitches with this game, like which is strange because I don't remember. I, I remember a couple of weird glitches in the first Tomb Raider game, and yeah. like you always, you always get these weird kind of glitches. Like I remember making a video of like some strange thing with like an That's audio right. glitch where a guy just shouted over and over like blah, 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 like over and over and over again and it was really funny um, but I think that was the only glitch I saw in that whole game and then in Rise I don't remember any glitches in either version of it that I played uh, and, but this one I've had hundreds of glitches already absolutely fucking loads um, specifically it's mostly audio glitches to be honest um, which is really annoying because it's mostly in cutscenes so like it'll kick a cutscene and like I think for the first hour it was totally perfect and I'm like great this is amazing absolutely loved it Um, and then after like an hour or so like I noticed like in the cutscene there was like a bit of delay to the to the sound so like I think this sorry I think the sound was coming out first and then the lips were moving I'm like oh that's fucking weird like because I just I thought no I'm I'm just seeing things like I can't be and then got to the next cutscene, I'm like, no, this is definitely out, because, like, the sentence had finished, and the lips are still moving. I'm like, yeah, this is definitely not right. So, like, I looked up online, apparently it's, like, quite a common issue that people are having, and they said, oh, if you, like, shut down your console completely, start it back up again, then it seems to work. So I did that, and it was just the exact same. So, it's been in quite a number of the cutscenes, not everyone, but, like, enough that it's noticeable, and it really is very jarring when that happens, because the... The first hour, like say, was perfect, and the lip sync was absolutely spot on. And like, I, I'm sitting there like praising it in my head, going, "Oh, that's fucking amazing lip sync! Like, this is just incredible." And like, it was better than like it was better than it was in like uh, Spider Man. 
I'm like, yeah, this is great. I absolutely love this. And then, yeah, the bad, bad lip sync come in. But the real issue that I've got with it is sometimes it's not clear enough where you're supposed to go when you're in certain places, even with using the, like, the senses button. Like, you know how you've got your, like, spider sense button? Like, whatever it's called in, in this game, survival instinct or whatever it is, you push oh. that button and it, like, it all goes grey and it shows you, like, important things on the like on the screen that you can go and interact with so like things you can collectibles you can pick up or like ropes you can swing on that sort of shit but there's so much like brown stuff in the game that it's not always immediately clear where you're supposed to go and a lot of that stuff isn't highlighted when you use your survival instinct so like climbable walls being one not highlighted so i got into a situation where i was in like a tomb and this is like a side tomb or a crypt, and it took me maybe like I don't know five minutes to get into and in, into this place, and it was really enjoyable getting into it, swimming down through a section, and then going and getting the treasure, and then coming back out. And normally, when you're coming back out of one of these, there's like a new exit opens up for it, because that's the way that like these things would have been built when they were built. If they were built in the real world, you would dig a tunnel, and then the first thing you do once you've dug your like tunnel down to where you're getting is you dig an exit tunnel in case your tunnel collapses behind you like that's how people build shit <laughs> like that if you've watched National Treasure you fucking know this there's another exit somewhere um, but in this one there was no other exit so you had to go back out the way you came in but I hate when games make you do that yeah so, but there didn't seem to be any way that I could get back up because I jumped down like a huge big bit but what it want, ended up wanting me to do was like jump and swing over this ledge and then grab on using my like uh, climbing axe thing to like a climbable wall and then jump across but I couldn't get it to like hook onto the wall so like I must have died about 50 times easy like try to jump back onto this wall and like I knew what where I was going and what I was wanting to do but I just couldn't get it to get onto the exact right pixel for ages to like get it through because the the like swing was just had to be slightly offset and it isn't one that you could hang on to and like swing back and forward. It was like a hook on and then you're off of it. So that was really frustrating. And I got really annoyed with the game at that point. And there's been a couple other bits of very similar stuff where it's just been very, very stupid the way it's been done. So like there's another one where I got to a bit and it's like, okay, you need to open up this like thing. You need to twist these blocks around to open this door. Okay, cool. And it's you look over and there's like something over on the left hand side and something over on the right hand side and it looks jumpable and you can jump across to it that's fine and you're sort of like on a like a leanable like platform but you can climb down off of that and push the button which didn't do anything right okay that didn't do anything try to jump back over couldn't jump back over and kept dying over and over and over again what the fuck do you do but it turns out that that part of it like you actually shouldn't have been able to access. So, like, they should have gated you off from that in some way, made it just slightly further away so you couldn't jump to it. Um, because when once you'd done, like, a, half the puzzle, then, like, little, like, platforms opened up that took you right across to these two points so that you could just walk over to them and push a button. So I'm like, okay, that's just annoying that you let me access them and push the button when... And, and it worked fine for me to push the button, but I wasn't ready at the point in the puzzle to push this button yet. But, yeah. Um, but apart from the glitches... It's actually really good. So if they patch it, then it's going to be an amazing game. They will but, patch it. And they will patch it, and they'll fix these issues, but I think they should, like... And I understand why they didn't, but I think this game needed another month or two like to finish polishing it up and sort out these issues before it launched. Because 
like at this point its launches are like it's not broken but like it's definitely not an optimum experience and like for for me it's really like souring <laughs> the the whole game for me I'm like cuz it when it gets when it gets the actual like game right it's fucking amazing and I'll go for like an hour two hours just like pounding through it and really digging it like the storyline's uh, pretty decent and uh, for a Tomb Raider game like it's going after the MacGuffin as you would expect and like going through tombs and meeting characters and stuff like that but but it's, and it is like I said it's kind of what you would expect from a Tomb Raider game um, in terms of the story but the gameplay is really good and even like this combat and stuff like that there's, there's definitely more of a focus on stealth in this but and, and you know I don't like stealth. The stealth in this is really well done, um, and it actually works completely perfectly. And and I normally hate stealth, uh, but I prefer to do the stealth in this game because it seems to be easier to kill the people than it is to like shoot them out in a firefight. Because she's very vulnerable, so it's pushing you down stealth. But because the stealth works really well, and you've got loads of like different stealth mechanics, like you can cover yourself in mud and hide against walls and things like that, um, and you can assassinate everybody, like as long as they're not. Essentially, as long as they're not in view of other people, you can kill them and the other guys just won't notice unless they go investigating. So far, anyway. But but yeah, so really enjoying that. But then I'll hit a point where I'll come across like some stupid jump that I just can't get because it's not like particularly obvious where I'm supposed to go. Or I'll hit like a cutscene that's like really way off audio sync. And it just totally like ruins the experience of like the immersion for me. But But yeah, I think once they patch it, in two or three months then it's going to be an amazing game but right now it's kind of like a good game that is being marred by these like big big uh, like audio glitches and like the weird kind of like oh where'd I go type issue but yeah it is, it is good but not as good as I kind of thought it would be because I'd kind of thought this would be like right up there with like game of the year stuff but with quite all the glitches and stuff it's just not there But that's uh, pretty much all I have to say about that for now. I've not finished it yet. I think I'm maybe halfway, I think. Maybe slightly further. But yeah, that's that. Um, so yeah, the only thing I really played was like Spider-Man Yakuza. Cool. So I'll run through quickly what I've played. Um, I downloaded the Mega Man 11 demo. Oh, actually, I downloaded that as well, yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, the initial trailers made it look a lot like the Sonic 4 style art, and it mm. doesn't look as much as it did before. Um, it's a solid platformer, and it feels like a game, it's always felt like a game that I should get into and should like, but I can never fully get into them. So I played like through a couple of levels of this, and the, the new gimmick has changed to like another form, mm. which is different power-ups. It's like basically the equivalent of changing from Sonic to Tails to Knuckles. And See that—that's actually not like the new gimmick. Like that is that—that's always been in the game. Okay, so I don't like Mega Man, so this is why. <laughs> but uh, the, I, the the new thing is like the double gear system thing. That they're that's what I'm I don't. I don't fully understand that, but see the the switching between the guys. That's not what that is. No, no, no. It's not switching between guys. Basically, like I'm, and then I'm putting on a new gym and I've got a new power. Yeah, so that's that's not the double gear system. It was really badly explained actually in their like tutorial. Uh, yeah, I don't <laughs> get it. Just, I don't like yeah. it. I won't buy it. You don't like it? No, I played it. I really liked it. I thought it was fucking brilliant. You never like, finish uh, this game. I will never finish it. No, you're absolutely right. But uh, I did. I didn't like play it to completion of the the boss or anything like that. But um, it felt much more playable than the old Mega Man games that I've played before. 
I'm like this actually feels like really solid and, and fun and like the art style is brilliant like I really like the art style on it yeah they've improved it a lot because I was kind of worried remember the and like Busby the Busby game that came out and get yeah. forgotten about <laughs> it kind of had the same style of Sonic 4 looking yep. and this game looked similar to that they've changed that obviously but yeah yeah. Anything else you want to say about Mega Man? Hey, no, no. I like. I mean, I only played the demo for maybe twenty minutes. So. That, okay. That's... Okay. So I downloaded the Forza Horizon Four demo. Um. Now I'll be getting this game anyway. It's set in Britain, and um, the demo is set in the Lake District, and uh, it's kind of weird for me. Many games are set in the country where I drive on the roads here, and like, especially not a place where I used to live, like down the Lake District. In fact, there's one bit where you go to Ambleside, and I've been to Ambleside before. Um, can't remember that well of how, if it's accurate or not. Uh, I really wanted to go to Scotland in the, the 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 demo. I'm hoping the demo isn't showing you the entire map because if if it is, then. It's mostly set in England, but uh, anyway, um, I had some issues with this game that I could never resolve. Um, basically, when I went to my settings, it said no HDR display detected. Now, I've got a Sony Bravia 4K HDR TV, and HDR10 was on in my options, and I tried it with HLG, I tried it with auto HDR, but for some reason, it would not let me flick it on and now don't get me wrong the game looked phenomenal Forza Horizon 3 works fine in HDR but not this one for whatever reason wouldn't wouldn't, wouldn't work on this telly um, so the game feels very similar to Forza Horizon 3 obviously it's set in Britain so the difference in this one is uh, the festivals and uh, the Forza Horizon 3 the festivals were like in Byron Bay and places in Australia and in Forza Horizon 2, I'm sure it was LA. Could be wrong. Can't remember. But in this one, it's like you've got your autumn festival, um, winter, spring and summer. So, like, they're seasonal festivals. And, like, it highlights, obviously, like, your autumn when like, the leaves are falling off the trees and the winter when snow, maybe, or rain. Um, there was a couple of <clears throat> different uh, races at the start of it. There's more for this demo than I actually expected to get. Um and I'm sure the progress transfers over, which is good anyway. And this is going to be free on Game Pass on launch day, which is awesome. Uh, so yeah, uh, the, at the start, like you got a trial different vehicles, and they've always done these things where it's like I'll beat the helicopter to the finish line, and obviously you don't expect the helicopter to be like driving or whatnot. But in this one, it had like a rally stage. And ugh, I just don't like the rallying in this game. But you had to race against motorbikes, which was weird. And I'm wondering if they're adding motorbikes to this, which the game definitely does not need. Um, but yeah, the HDR issues really bugged me. Still couldn't get them fixed, Andy. Um, mm. I switched over to Forza Horizon 3, which is now Xbox X enhanced and HDR, yeah. all perfect. And I showed you the screen. Well, I took a photo of my TV with my HDR yeah. on on the telly, and it said in the game HDR display not detected. And I'm like, hmm. what? I can see here my HDR 10s on, so I flicked it over to HLG, tried it on yeah. auto, turned my telly on and off again, checked if it needed an update. Nothing. It just would not display an HDR. So Don't get me wrong. Is it not just to do with the demo then? You it it might be, but I'm almost sure that I've seen pictures of. HDR stuff in, online, so it 
it's nothing to do with my telly because my telly's future proof. Remember we had that worry before, yeah. um, and my telly's after the cut off with 4K because remember the yeah. original 4K doesn't work with blah blah. blah yeah. But like, I've no idea, no idea why it would work. But it looked good enough anyway. Uh, like I said, it was weird to drive in the Lake District, um, but it's also weird to drive in the the roads here. Like I kept going to the other side of the road. <laughs> Come, nope, nope, this is like at home. Um, the demo's quite big and I mean this game's not out for a couple of months so it's well worth playing for your progress to transfer and like this game's launching on Game Pass and like it's just amazing that like, I just still can't believe like for a Netflix subscription in fact this costs me less than my Netflix every month because mine's is the 4K Netflix for a tenner so, yeah me too <laughs> yeah, so yeah that, that, that's nuts I, I'm really looking forward to playing that like I did try Forza Horizon 2 I think it was that came on, uh, on you liked the demo 3 as well when you played it I liked the demo 3 I didn't like 2 though I played it that but I mean, it could just be because it's kind of older, but uh, this two game was remember really cross nice. gen two was held yeah. back because of the yeah. cross. Remember that was during the funny stage where games were releasing still in the old consoles, and it's like, mm. oh come on, guys, this game could be so much better. <laughs> but yeah, Forza Horizon Four, I played quite a bit of it. I'm going to probably play some more again because I absolutely love it. And like Tedekin was playing it, and I'm like, I love that you have to discover the roads. I love driving down the roads, mm. and I love seeing like Tedekin's discovered ten more roads. Me, I need to find more roads and. Like I said, there's much more to this demo than I thought you'd get, which says to me that you are going to get more of Britain, but in the demo, it's just the Lake District. And like I stayed down there when I was chefing, so it's weird to see places that I've been to. Um, and like there's a side bit to it where like it started a sto- Horizon Story Mode. I went, oh God. But it's actually quite cool because the guy that's organising the festival has got these um, street races in the side, which is cool, but then he also introduces you to a film producer who wants you as a stuntman. So you have to do all these cool stunts. You know how sometimes it goes into this cool slow mo when you do a jump and, and you have to do this stunt in this Bugatti driving through the countryside your dress is like a James Bond type and really enjoyed it so that's going to be kind of fun um, plus I just want to drive in Scotland I just want to drive in like yeah, the Cairngorm yeah, Mountains and... that's kind of what I want to do in the game as well like that would be like as soon as I, uh, like, I probably won't play the demo if it's not up here because the first thing I want to do in that game is drive fucking straight to Edinburgh and drive yeah. down the street and go where are the drives yeah, that's what I mean I don't know how accurate and how because there's no way they could map entirely it's going to be like a recreation of the areas I would guess but I mean like you know, I think it would be really cool if like the electric brave was in it yeah that would be cool and you could put your car and it would reverse uphill by itself yeah because that's the first thing you do like when you pass oh, I don't know if you've done you, actually I don't know if you've done it yet but like one of the first things I did when I passed my test was like went down there and like went and did that does it work? It does work, yeah. It's not it's not particularly cool, to be fair, but it does work. I'm going to do it. I've never been. It's just down the road for me, isn't it? Yeah, it's just down like down, down a back country down. road. Yeah, I'm going to do that. You can, you can visualise it better with a ball, <laughs> but it's kind of cool to like see a car like, like going uphill, even if it's really slow. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I really I really enjoy it. Um, it's quite fun to play, so I won't play more. But anyway, um, I got Final Fantasy 15 Pocket Edition HD. Nice. However, I revisited the normal version as well I bought Plus because I wanted to play mm-hmm. Final Fantasy 15 because they've added right. so much since I played it. I mean, I completed mm-hmm. this game before they even put the first patch out, if you remember, mm, because yeah, yeah. there was issues with the 13th level. Yep. Um, but I completed it, the vanilla version, the original <laughs> version, but um, I'm playing it again. But anyway, the Pocket version, right, uh, is like a chibi version of the game's story. Uh, mm. doesn't have like the big open spaces like so okay. and then but then I'll, I'll talk about that because I went back to play the main game and it 
it's not fun to traverse the big open spaces. You basically have to jump to travel anyway or just watch the guys in the car. Like, mm, yeah. So that doesn't bother me. It's not like running about in Final Fantasy VII on a chocobo where it was actually fun trying to find hidden villages. It's a case mm, of yeah. those roads and it's kind of almost the illusion of open space. Don't get me wrong, you can jump out mm. the car and you can walk that if you want, but it's going to take you fucking ages. So... I get it, right? So there's no like that sort of thing. But I mean, the game starts with you pushing the car and everything. The rumble on it's got the HD rumble when you're pushing the car feels really mm. cool. Um, the voice acting's all there, so that's awesome. Uh, the music's still there and stuff. I don't think the license song "Stand by Me" it wasn't. Oh there. yeah, yeah, okay. But that's understandable. It really reminds me visually three and four they done in the DS. Mm-hmm, yep. kind of reminds me of that you've got like your attacks it does not feel like a mobile phone game like I'll give it that like it doesn't feel like I know it did come up to, to mobiles and obviously like this is in the Switch but for I would pick it up just now because on the other consoles it's 25 quid but on the Switch just now it's only 15 yeah it's got a launch discount on so yeah really cool I would grab that just now if you're thinking about mm. getting it so I, I'm, I'm def- definitely going to buy it yeah definitely I'm definitely going to play through this version. However, I do want to get back to 15, right? Now, going back to my save, I'm like, I'm probably at the level where I completed the game. I think on this save, like, that's the problem with leaving a save for so long going back to it. I hadn't played this since January last year, Andy, so I'm like, right, mm. what the fuck am I doing? But I'm, I'm that <laughs> early in the game that I remember. I think I'm still further than you, even in my second playthrough. Yeah, you, maybe, you maybe not. Maybe I was, <laughs> no, but were. like, Right, so I've been doing loads and loads of side quests just because I wanted to finish all of them. And I'm now, I look back at, you know how you get your picture and it tells you what level you were at mm. when you finished the game? I'm at a higher level now than when I finished the game initially, right? <laughs> but, right, because I've finished the game, what I thought I would do is fire on these Magitek suits, the Power Rangers ones. Well, the yep. ones that were going to be Power Rangers. The, the cheat ones, yeah. Right, but see, for me that's finished the game, mm. that's fine. Because I just want to blast through it and get to the end game stuff, and then I'll take. Because I put them on, and I was running about, and one of those giant sort of um, bull things was in the field, mm. yep. and I'm like, "Holy shit, it's level fifty eight!" And I went, "Let's test these suits," mm. and I started dying. I'm like, "What the fuck? This is not what it said in the tin." But then I realised I'm using the, you know, the the king's weapons, which drain your health. So mm. the only way you can actually die in these suits is fall damage still affects you, right? Mm-hmm. So you can't like jump over mountains or jump off mountains, and uh, using the king's weapon drain your health as part of the storyline, which is yeah. fine. But I mean, I took on this big beast and see this early in the game, just taking on this big beast that I've beat before in the game. I'm obviously like see the big turtle that's like level nine 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 or whatever. Yeah, I'm I'm going to do that properly, right? But see the ones that I've fought before. I'm like fighting this, and I'm like, this is pretty quite quite fun but it's definitely cheating if you fire them on to finish that mm. game you've not like <laughs> i think it's nice because it's a way for like even kids could play this game if mm. they really wanted yeah. to or young not kids because it's kind of a mature setting and it's kind of a depressing final fantasy compared to other ones um because it's not very colorful and whatnot but playing this i, re- I remember I, the reason i fired this up was because we're talking to ross about it and i'm like this is definitely the one you should play because he liked the film he liked mm. the universe Mm-hmm. get into this it's and at the start of the game i forgot it said for fans and first timers and i'm yep. like this is the perfect game to jump into if 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 you've complained about it fair enough but i've not played any of the side stories yet really want to play them um and i want to play some of the updates they've done like i've still got stuff to do that i never finished the first time around i want to get all the weapons you know the mystical weapons i want to get all of them yeah. i want to get all the summons this time and 
see the bonus just firing these magitech suits on it's kind of letting me skip which I think I deserve because I lost my saves mm, rather than yeah, having to slog you, you through it all <laughs> so, I, and, and I've got the picture because I posted it to Twitter the minute I finished it evidence that I did finish this game <laughs> but like um, it's 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 actually making the game more enjoyable for slugfest of like oh my god just had so like I'll do it up until the point where I've finished the game and then I'll take the suits off and I'll play through the rest of it as normal. So, hmm. like, I've still got the quest with the flying car. Like, I didn't really touch much of the off-road stuff. There's now a royal yacht and new areas been added so you can now hmm. sail to them. And, like, that's pretty cool to me. So, pocket version's good. If you don't have any other options and you want to play Final Fantasy XV on the Switch, from what I've read, this tells you the entire Final Fantasy XV story. Like, you're getting the whole story, but it's just chibi version. And if I suppose it works on the Switch, because in hand, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm enjoying it. Um, but yeah, so I got into 15. Anyway, I haven't played too much of the the pocket version to comment. I've just played through the first bit with Cindy, and you know, you get in your Galia, and like, that's the bit I'm on just now, just doing the quest for her. But it's surprising how much they've actually fitted in. And I'm like, oh yeah, this, this did happen. Oh, this is this bit. And I'm like, that's weird how they've managed to condense big game into this don't get me wrong i'm still sure there's 20 odd hours gameplay in the pocket version but mm, yeah. it's not, nothing like the what 40 to 50 hours if you're rushing it for the main one mm, yeah. um but yeah like i said a lot of this main game i forgot car and it's like oh fuck i've got to refuel oh it's night time i can't do any fighting i have to go to sleep this pocket version cuts out all the bullshit nice so yeah, anyway, uh, talking about game saves, I downloaded my game save for Resi 7 because remember I was mm. playing through that and I didn't yeah. want to restart it. So I, the last time I played it, I was in the boathouse and I was fighting Jack and I said it was very Resident Evil style. Mm. And it's not spoilerific because I, I was talking about this while it was out and uh, Jack turns from like this man into this big, huge Resident Evil style beast with orange glowy eyes and I had to fuck him up. I threw every grenade at him I had. Like, I tried to run in this game, and I forgot that running in it's so slow. So fighting this boss didn't really work Resident Evil style um, because you click R3 and it's like a slow jog because obviously it's meant to build tension. But when you're fighting a boss that's in multiple levels, you want to be able to sprint. So I beat him, and then I get out of the boathouse, and I've escaped all the, the three houses. I saved Mia instead of Zoe, and uh, I got in a boat, and we crashed, and I got a clip. Um, no, I had to work through a, 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 a crash boat which had a lot of the moulded in it and had no weapons and I'm playing as Mia and I had to do a flashback video of like Mia who was your girlfriend that you're rescuing turns out that she was more involved before she even went out with you and stuff like that and you're trying to rescue it's all fucked up and then like I finished a flashback video on back as Ethan I think I've not got far near the end now, but this is a game I definitely like because I've been so near the end for so long and then I stopped playing PlayStation. I'm like, I have to finish this because it's like mm-hmm. basically, apart from the side ones, the only main resi that I haven't properly finished. So I'd like yeah. to polish that off. Um, so anyway, before I move on to the two roundtable games, I bought NBA 2K19 from a holiday because I absolutely love last year's. 32 mm-hmm. gigabyte install, however, so be aware of that. I've got 128 gig memory cards. It wasn't an issue for me, but basically you can't download this on a Switch without an SD card. This is, I think, the first one. Um, no. no. Wolfenstein was, sorry. Yeah, Wolfenstein and yeah. I think the WWE 2K18 was the same. Yeah, had to have a, card yeah, to, well, yeah. I had to have a memory card. Which is fine, though, but SD cards are buttons to be honest with you yeah it's so like 
even if you want 128 gig, you can get one at 40. Like honestly, so it plays better than last year, which was already excellent. It's got a face scanner on it this year, which is awesome because I've never had one work right. You know, like you go into the app, you turn your face left and right, and you upload mm. it to your save. Now, see, for being a Switch game, that happened instantly, Andy, and I uploaded myself. This is the first time I've done this. Like, Game Face has been in it since the 360 days, and it actually quite looks like me, apart from the guy who speaks like an African-American, obviously, like, <laughs> so it doesn't quite fit. But the career mode is a whole new story, and you're playing... You, you fail your college tryouts this time, because the cool thing is, you know how the preload played last year that we didn't get the preload demo on the Switch, and that's mm. like... It's not just a demo, it's like the first part of the game where you play a character at college and you play through your college games and then you wait for the main game and then you be, right? This time, they've included the prelude in the Switch as part of the game. So instead of just starting the game, the prelude comes first. So that's awesome they've done that. And I'm still playing through that. And instead of winning your tryout, you fail and you end up playing in China. And you're playing these shitty leagues in China and trying to like learn and your whole team doesn't speak English and blah, blah, and... Anthony Mackie's in it, and it looks like fucking Anthony Mackie. I'm walking through, and all, all, all I see is Falcon swaggering along, saying he's got his eye on me, stuff like that. So, I didn't play over much of it, but for me, this is a brilliant I, I example for sports game on the Switch. Like, I know FIFA's kind of after them saying it wouldn't work and blah blah blah. This year, I'm sure career modes on the Switch, but NBA, the 2K game, um, it's such a shame that they wasted WWE the way because. They should have let that optimise because it's not even coming out this year and I'll be surprised to see it back in the Switch. Um, but yeah, no, NBA is absolutely... Um, plays plays superb, looks great and there's more of like what I had like. So anyway, well, I'll talk about Yakuza first then we'll get Spider-Man. So Andy talked a bit last year, about at last, last year, two weeks ago about Yakuza 0. Now, this is the game that we decided to share you. And you play as Kiru, who was adopted as a kid by Kazama, who's the head of a family. Collection goes wrong, the guy gets murdered and you're framed. Kuz wants your seat as the head of the family. You leave the Yakuza and you have to clear your name. Right? So they're all fighting over an empty lot that's needed to expand the city or take over the city or something. But it's like mm-hmm. a square room that's that's It's fucking tiny, to, isn't it? It's what, tiny. Why, why did the so, for this tiny bit? Like, okay. But then there's also a second character you got to called Majima, who's awesome. Right? Is that the guy with the hat? With eye patch. He's got an eye patch. Eye patch. No. And he went, he's a nightclub. All oh, right, man. Honestly, like he wants back into the yakuza, and he's been right. punished and has to run a nightclub. And seeing the original game, <laughs> the original one, he was played by Mark Hamill in Yakuza, hmm. the voice actor. Right. Okay. So the gra- the graphics in this game range from amazing facial detail to jagged edges, street signs. Right. Mm. It looks nice, but it's not consistent. Um. I like playing it with the Japanese voice in the song. Didn't even try to see if there's English. It plays great, like Shenmue should, right? The yes. map indicators <laughs> yeah. are infinitely helpful. This game, like Andy said, makes me not want to go back to Shenmue because yep. it's even from like in every game, see when it says follow such and such, you should be able to automatically follow like Assassin's Creed used to do, yeah. or yeah. like this game does, hold R2 to follow. I don't want to have to walk, because most of the time your walking speed's faster than them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> no, hold R2. So fighting's more solid, solid than Shenmue. Uh, mm-hmm. Brawler style's slow and hard-hitting. You've got Rush, which is quicker and weaker, but I prefer that style. Uh, the town is the hub world. It's got karaoke, thugs wanting to fight, like stores you can go in, side quests you can get. You can learn new moves off an RPG ability wheel thing. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you can build up heat moves by landing strikes, and then you get cool-looking finishers, funny to find. Um, like the basic, the, the fighting's a bit basic though. But I like yeah, how, like du- during a fight, a knife does what you would expect it to, and takes half your health off. Like the first time I get stabbed during the fight, I was like, "Oh shit!" And then I'm like, "Well, hold on, a, a knife would do that." And then it's the same for a gun. So like at one point, I had a gun in my hand, and like a guy shot me and nearly killed me. And I'm like, "Well, fuck you!" And shot him, and he died straight away, whereas I'd been beaten up for like half an hour. But like, it makes sense. Um, so there's loads of subquests, and I'm going to go through some funny moments. Uh, there's there's a bit where I had to buy six tramps booze from all around the town, which was quite <laughs> annoying. Uh, there's a guy called Mr. Shakedown who's a giant man, like I walked past him I'm like, that guy's fucking huge and then obviously I'm into a cutscene and he's a guy that uh, you fight him and then he says, every time I see you I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take your money off you uh, if I catch you so he patrols the town now and then it's like, take, but I found him sleeping at one point and I went up and started stealing money out of his pocket but then like mm-hmm. the Z's get fainter like, um, you can tell how much money he has on him so you can see do I avoid him or do I want to try and get that? Because um, if you get beat by him, he takes all your money off you, which is quite annoying. Um, there was a level where I had to pretend to be a movie producer. I had to figure <laughs> out terms like what's an erasable, and that was the food, and uh, can you gross of the food? That just means present it. Hmm. There was a bit where I had to teach a shy dominatrix how to dominate in the park in front of kids. <laughs> um, I had to defend a journalist who was a steamer and was investigating black market weapons. Um, there was a wee guy queuing overnight for a game. He was All in right. a queue for a, a new game release and it got stolen four times and it turned into like a new game. I, had to, hmm. I beat up a guy and he's like, oh, I mean, then I, like, um, all the way through it, uh, Kiri was making these comments about it being menial and meaningless and he would hate to live his life like this, like <laughs> take the piss out of a standard video game. So it turns out the last guy that stole it was the wee boy dad anyway and he was trying to steal it from his kid um, there was another bit that kind of got me and like I keep going back to this but it's probably because I've got a daughter but there was a wee girl that daddy wasn't there and she just wanted one of the toys at the Sega machine and these guys tried to kidnap her so I kicked the shit out of them yeah. and then I, I got the Sega the, the thing at the UFO machine which is brilliant if you've ever been to an arcade and you're like these Sega machines they're so hard to win out of and like you just basically the claw grabbing machines played so much of that and then later on she came back and I got her another one and she's like oh can I call you dad and I'm like well it's not in my character but see because I'm a dad to a wee girl in my real life I just agreed to it so she now calls me daddy so it's kind of weird but like it's because her dad was never around um, the next one there was a guy, this is set in the 80s obviously and there's a guy with a phone and a bum bag right mm-hmm. and it needs batteries because after one call you have to charge it for hours <laughs> so I had to go and get him batteries and then deal with technology and then like he's kind of like a, a he moves about and you know how you have to save at the phone boxes mm-hmm, yeah I, well, I wasn't sure how to save it first like yeah, I was yeah. like oh it must be auto saving and then when I turn it off and I'm like I better check first yeah. I don't recall it's ever seen anything about auto saving or anything but normally yeah. game when you boot it up the first time it'll go this game auto saves and here's the indicator that's how it's saved <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck did I save? And yeah, <laughs> <his> phone box. <laughs> yeah, well, this guy's got it in his bum bag, and he 
moves places now and then, so it's kind of like a portable safe spot, but he's not, right. you can't tell him where to be, so it's kind of cool. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's a crazy game with like loads of things to do. Um, you can see how deep the rabbit hole goes if you want, but like the side quests are entertaining and mostly optional, but you get good rewards for doing them. Um, mostly like plates that you can sell, weirdly. Um, but you can go fishing in this game, which you won't unlock till you get to Magimandi. But um, you get fishing, you can race slot cars, which is like Skeletrics, and that's so in depth that there's parts to buy, you can customize them, there's championships to compete in. It's so crazy that there's all this going on, but it's like a beat em up Japanese crime drama with Japanese craziness. There's also like an arcade with like full versions of Outrun and Space Harrier in it. And the, the Sega UFO crane obviously is in there as well. But, like, it's weird how all the craziness of, like, talking to, like, a pervert outside a brothel who's dressed in a nappy, basically, who's called Mr. Erection or Human Erection, it doesn't detract from the seriousness of the main story. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. weird how they've got this blend perfect of what the fuck batshit craziness and this sort of, like, gangster, like you put it, perfectly like it's like a really good Japanese gangster movie they've blended it so well that it doesn't feel out of place and I think I found my new favourite series of games I'm not going to be stupid and jump straight into the Kiwama like the remake of the first one but I'm definitely going to finish Zero and I'm really interested to see where this story goes I'm so glad that they've said that they're redoing 3, 4, 5 and 6 um, they're not remaking them though like Kiwamas they're only doing the first two because they did it, but they said for three, four, five, and six, they're just re- doing like an HD remake. Rem- what is it called? No, a remaster. They're just doing remasters. They're not doing remakes. So I'm gonna happily play through this guy's story, and um, I really, I really enjoyed every minute of this game. It's just one games came along and distracted. But we'll talk about that next. But what have you been playing? What have you been doing with Yakuza recently? I just, I was blown away by how taken I got from it, and. I don't, as much as I love Shenmue from nostalgia, this is, this was the spiritual successor and it's just better in every way. Yeah, it totally is. Um, there's no way I can go back to Shenmue ever again, no. I don't think. Like, not, not the old ones anyway. Like, the new one probably will be better, but yeah, it just, like, it just feels like it controls like a normal video game and not like a fucking clunky tank. Yeah. Just because they've upraised all the graphics and all that for this game, like just I don't know when this game. No, 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 out, no, 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 no. This this game's like a brand new game. This is it new? Is it? Yeah, it's new? I think it's Z- a remake. No, it's not. Zero. I've read up on Kawama One and Kawama Two. Are re- right. Zero was a brand new game, but it was using the Yakuza engine. What's the latest right. one? Six. Yep. Neither the five or six. yeah six. Yeah. So that's what it is. No, no, sorry. Yakuza Zero uses Kiwama One and Two uses this engine. Six uses a more advanced one. The latest game that came out this year or last year, the, the most recent one, Six, not the remakes. Yeah, Six it was. Well, Six has got a brand new engine, but this one and Kiwama One and Kiwama Two, the, which you are right, is just remake. I thought it was maybe the guy's name, but like, that is that just means remake. Those two are using the same engine as this. This was a brand new game though. No, this game. So this this game came out in 2015. Yeah, in Japan, so but it was this version. Japan, yeah, it, it, yeah, but it was this version. It's only just came out here, so it is a right, new game. It's, it's not. It's not a remake. Aye. So it's a it's a port of a PS3 game, basically. Aye, but it's the first right. time it's been out here. Okay. 
that, that's fine, cool. Um, but yeah, so it, it does feel like a couple of years old, but yeah, like it doesn't feel like fucking Sheffield, yeah, like at all. Um, but yeah, yeah. like the, the only issue that I've really got it with is the fighting isn't that good, like it feels kind of like basic and yeah, basic. Yeah, do you remember Die Hard Arcade? That's what it reminds me, yeah, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> it feels like that. Um, but it's fine, like it works all right, it's not brilliant, but it works okay. Um, but yeah, I got to a point with a, a boss, I forget who it was, but and and Ku Ku what the fuck's the guy's name? Kuz. The, Kuza. The, the Kuza, fat guy. Kuza? Yeah. The fat guy, yeah. Like he looks like Kim Jong il That yep. guy. <laughs> I got to him and basically like he kept killing me so I I stopped playing at that point. But uh, yeah, really really enjoying it up to then. Definitely there's no way I can go back to Shemu after playing this. Like it's Which is a shame Jesus. because I wanted to finish two because I've never finished two but... Yeah, it just looks too clunky. Maybe two doesn't feel as clunky as one but I need to finish one before moving to two. Yeah, it's the whole it's the back of markers. They should have added that in because even though it's a small town, it's smaller than Yakuza. I feel more familiar with the Yakuza map than I do with the Shenmue map. And Shenmue is literally like two small streets in a valley, and it's like find the sailors. Okay, I've been to the bar with the sailors, (laughs) and I can't restart the pool mini game. And I've went to bed and came back the next night, and they still don't want to. And it's like find this bar instead. And I'm like, but it's it's not the map in game. You have to go and find it because it's on the street sign, and even that's not detailed enough to tell me. So yeah, I, I think as well, like with the with Yakuza, the storyline just seems much Close. more much more realistic and like better as well. Like i don't know what it is about it like i think it's the way that they've animated the characters and stuff like that it just it seems like a realistic believable story even though there's like weird shit going on yeah you can do all sorts of stupid things in it but like the actual storyline you're like oh yeah okay this makes sense and like the dialogue in it is believable dialogue and not like oh have you seen a black car (laughs) like asking everybody in town that that day. day When the snow, when the snow turned to rain, or whatever it was, when the rain yeah. turned to snow, I'm <laughs> like, oh, okay, like, and, and it's not like so. We are weird, sad. Please like, don't worry me. We are sad. <laughs> Please come home. We are sad. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't mean to make you worry. <laughs> but yeah, it's just oh, even like even playing in Japanese, like uh, Shenmue, like it totally doesn't because I'm totally fine with playing this one in Japanese. But like yeah. the Shenmue dialogue's still terrible, even with just the cuts. The, the yeah, so you uh, may as well watch it in English. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't know, but th- this game's just so much better on every level than what yeah. Shenmue is. Yeah, which is really weird because I never ever thought I would say that because Yakuza was always something that went. Oh yeah, I'm not really into like mafia stuff, but it's fucking good. <laughs> so good, so good, and like the sex games to play. Yep. I think that their marketing for this has done it right and whatever the is right because they're trying to get the Western audiences out of it because six so better than they do, I think. Mm, and yep. doing it this way and releasing them because they know they've missed a lot, that's the mm. best way of doing it. And quite as grand or epic as an open, full of Grand Theft Auto style, but it's like Grand Theft Auto on a smaller scale, if you mean, because there's that much to do in a small mm, Yep. And I think it tells a better story than like what Grand Theft Auto oh, as well. Like, well, so five is pretty good. Interesting stories so far. This one, five was good, but like this is more interesting already. Refined. This one's refined, yeah. and it, there's, there's none of like, like I said, most of the side quests. Also, it's not like in, go and do a thousand quests and wait for a phone call from Trevor. It's like 
no, no, this just the story can keep going forward if you want it to. You don't have to stop at any point. Like, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, your leveling up is going to be required at some point. You can just get into a few street fights. And it's like, I do like it sometimes. Like, sometimes, whatever it is down the street, and I'll run into them, and it'll be like, yeah, come on, I'll a fight now. But other times, I'll just be walking down the street, having a look in shops and learning about, like, the black market weapons you can buy. Oh, I just, yeah. I think it's brilliant. Yeah, especially yeah, wait, keep pushing forwards with it, even though man. Yeah, I will. I will go back to it. I'm, I'm just like once I've got through uh, Tomb Raider and, and Spider Man, then I'll I'll go back into it. Um, mm. I haven't forgotten about it, but um, but yeah, like uh, mostly been playing like Spider Man and Tomb Raider this week. No, I've, I've had a week in the game, so I don't want to ruin anything. I am, are you on Act 2, Act 1, or Act 3? Because Act 3 yeah. is the final act that I'm on. I'm on Act 2 right now. I've completed okay. Act 1. Okay. So, I love this game, right? We'll start off by saying that. I feel the comparisons to Arkham Asylum are spot on. It is very Arkham Asylum. The side quests and, like, um, the missions you end up doing... The, like involving uh, Mr. Negative or very Scarecrow-like. Get Taskmaster who pops up. I don't know if you've met him yet, but Taskmaster gives you these really hard like challenges that are very much like the Riddler. You've got Black Cat who's very much like Catwoman and always, and you have to do missions for her. Then mm. lots of gadgets. My issue with the game is the swinging. Um, I just I prefer the L two for left, R two for right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And totally this hold one button bullshit is like this is what happened when they simplified the Spider Man games. Mm. The amazing Spider Man games that came out didn't like the second one as much, but mostly the game was fine. It was just the end game when they set up those barriers with the fucking robots. Mm. But yeah. I've still got this in my console and I went back and played it. Now, the Spider Man model in the game, spot on just like this one. However, the city in Amazing Spider-Man 2 does not look as good as this, the city in this game. They've spent a lot yeah. of time. I don't feel that I enjoy swinging as much. I don't feel swinging feels as fluid as it probably should and my Spider-Man's maybe level 35 now. Mm-hmm. And that's quite high. Like, I've only got one more row. And I'm just, I, I just can't enjoy the swinging. I'm glad you kind of agree with that. The swinging to me just... I like left and right, left and right, L2, R2. And every time I'm doing it, I push L2 and he does that stupid jump to the place. Whereas in the the Amazing Spider-Man, it was always hold R1 to slow time. And then you could zip to the point and it was L2, R2, L2, R2. Now, this takes a lot of beats off of Amazing Spider-Man, which I loved as well. And I know I I had it on the Vita PS3 and it had certain points where it felt like Arkham Asylum you know where you had to raid the warehouse you had to take mm. stealth, stealth takedowns and that itself took it off of Edge of Time and Shattered Dimensions where uh, Spider-Man Noir sections were quite highly regarded because they were all kind of like this there's a bit too much of this in this game as I've went forward of take everyone down quietly it's like Spider-Man doesn't really do that he's not a stealth no, guy never. in the comics so, never does that no, so like occasionally I'll sneak in some fine, but then it would just be like bang, hey guys, and in this yep. it's like take them down quietly or you're going to get fucked up. Is what I feel mm-hmm. like. 
Yeah. And I think they've copied Batman Arkham a wee bit too much, whereas Batman would take them out stealthily. He wouldn't get into a big fight. Spider-Man would happily jump in the Hey, what's up? That's who Spider-Man is. He's not yep. climb on the rafters and hook people up. He'd maybe do it to a couple of guys just to have a laugh, but it doesn't feel right as Spider-Man sneaking about a level. Okay, so now that's covered. Combat's okay, but again, I think it feels far too much like Batman. I don't think he feels as light as he should. I think Spider-Man feels a bit heavy in the fighting. Mm, like, see, I, I actually disagree on that. Like, no? uh, I, I think that and if you go back and play the, any of the Batman games now, like compare them to this, like Spider-Man's a thousand times faster. And like you have to like be much faster to dodge the bullets and stuff it's like not, that. And it's not the it speed feels, it's the, I think the, it feels the right. weight of the character. The weight, right, okay. I see I think it feels like light and like agile on his feet, especially because you can jump about so much. Um mm. and I think if you kinda mix like a blend of like swinging about in combat along with like jumping over people and dodging and ducking and diving and yeah. whatnot, like yeah. I think it fits really well. Oh, no, no, I get that, right? But here's, here's... Remember at the start of this I said I love right? My problem with the combat is that halfway through you feel like, oh shit, I'm going to have to use a gadget here. Mm-hmm. Which again is too Batman-y. Like, I shouldn't have to go through a selection of Spidey bombs and Spidey electric web and Spidey... <laughs> like, why the fuck have I got all this shit? Like, Spider-Man like, should just be Spider... It's a bit like Iron Man should have stepped in at this point and took all my shit away. That's what I feel like. And See, I, I don't think that in the combat parts of it that I've really ever used the gadgets beyond like beyond the webbing like are you playing the basic webbing. yeah yeah just playing normal um like when i've done like the start <laughs> off point the start off point for a fight like mm. i've used the gadgets for that like to like put up i don't know what it is like the one where you put like a a laser thing on and the guy walks into it and zaps into the yeah. wall i've used that to like the when I'm doing yeah the tripwires when I'm doing sneaking about but when I'm actually like in a fight fighting I haven't done that at all mm. right so we can jump back to that but I want to talk about the story for a minute kind of spoiler free right I've got a complaint in it like okay. a big complaint mm-hmm. now I've got a complaint about Mr Negative do you think that's too spoilery um, no, because he's in the trailers. Okay, so Mr. Negative is kind of to be the main protagonist, like, all the way through Act 1, you're kind of suspecting him. Act 2, you're kind of like, oh my god, here he fucking goes, look at what he's doing. In Act 3, it's as if they shat out of it. They do the stereotypical, oh my god, the whole city's gone to hell, Spider-Man fix everything. Mm. And Mr. Negative's pushed to almost like a sidekick to who the main villain is, that it's like... Right. I'm really disappointed that they fell back in a crutch for the third act for story-wise. I don't mean gameplay-wise. Story-wise. Because gameplay-wise, it's not as annoying as in Amazing Spider-Man 2, the most annoying thing. Was. I don't care about the robots being in the city because <laughs> that's fine, right? But the fact is, this is after the fact that I've beat them all. I don't yeah. care that they appear. What I care about is they don't just attack you. They block where you're swinging with laser nets so that it's really inconvenient to even just la 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 swing about yeah. the city now and it's like why would you do that like so don't get me wrong the the whole city gone to shit thing like as annoying and cliched as spider-man games is it doesn't feel as annoying as 
say it's more like this building's on fire, you need to help folk, you know, that sort of thing, rather than here's robots that are going to block your fun, the fun blockers at the end of Amazing Spider-Man <laughs> 2. So, like, the, the, that's fine, right? But it's the fact that Mr. Negative, they should have just, it's almost as if they shot out of it and went, no, we have to say recognisable or they, they, they relate to Spider-Man. Whereas they started out so well, it wasn't an origin. It wasn't tied to anything. It was like eight years into Spider-Man's life. Several times I thought he was going to be dead parts of the story. And mm, like, don't get me wrong, I've not finished it, but there's a certain part that I don't want to spoil. So we can't talk about that certain bit, yeah. right? So all we can talk about is controlling Spider. Yeah. Middle the thought, ceremony, yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. As far as I want to say on this show, next week we can blow that wide open. But just now, yeah. you control Spider-Man and MJ, right? right but as for the rest of it i want to keep that quiet because that bit even surprised me me too however yeah however like i don't i, I just i just wanted them to stick go go all in mr negative because he's relative even comic book readers he's well he's not unknown but he's like not as widely used as Tro or scorpion i'm fine with shocker being the first fight in a spider think that should just be a standard as shocker's just always the first yeah. boss right that that's fine that made me laugh that it was shocker and it was a bit different um i don't mind the other villains either like um the 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 thing is like the mr negative being kind of taken on the role is like uh, well the sinister six are in it so that, that there's a spoiler but he's one of the sinister six and he's not the main guy that's in charge and i'm like what have you done you've just you've built this character up for three quarters of this game for 10 hours or 15 hours, however long I've put into it, and you've now made him like a fucking bit character. Like, why have you done that? You should have went all in with him and done what you've done. Um, you'll see what I mean when you get to that bit, Andy, because obviously I'm trying to keep free for everybody. Uh, I know I've kind of probably ruined somebody's life by saying what I've said already, but <laughs> it's just such a waste unless they bring it back. But I don't think they're going to because I'm in the third act. Like, maybe halfway through it and it's like I can see the direction they're going with it I know who the last fight's going to be and it's like Mr. Why? Like I know they could turn it around and I have you shouldn't have deviated from your course you were going the right way and it was going to be like you know that slow like Sheila Booth clap gif like that's what you would have got from me because you were so ballsy and you chose to like dive into a character that was kind of mysterious and fresh and then you do what you did, and it's like, why, 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 why? I don't want to say any more, but like, basically, the game is fun. Tons of side quests. I thought I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do all the side quests. And after I got all the pigeons, and like six or seven different side quests opened up again, like different <laughs> yeah. types of side quests. I'm like, okay, maybe not. And like some of the Taskmaster ones are like, race this drone, and it's like. Well, I can't, so I need to level up. So these are obviously like mm. end game style things, which is cool that they're in it. Um, I got the digital deluxe version, which means I'm a spider suit. I love that the costumes are customizable fully. So I also love that they're not just cosmetic, which they were in the old Spider Man games, apart from maybe in Amazing Spider Man, you got like suit and gave you, it's not even noticeable, but it was meant to help you more when you fought Electro. Mm. It didn't really. I just used the standard suit because it looked shit. <laughs> so, um, the cool thing is in this um oh, I can't even talk about that. Can't even talk about the dualities. Um the 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 advanced suit, the white one, 
that he wears. Yep. I mm-hmm. still don't still don't fucking like it. So the minute I had another suit, I changed it. Like in fact, for all those people worrying like I was, you can go pretty much instantly back to the original suit, like either battle damage or standard from the get go. And if you get a deluxe version, you get the Iron Spider suit, the Punk Spider, and something uh, else. The standard suit isn't unlocked um, to begin with, apart from the battle damaged one. Do you need to go back uh, to the battle damage? Well, I had the standard one unlocked straight away. Is that the deluxe edition, maybe? No, no, because like, obviously I downloaded that content as well. And, like, I've got the how, did I, how did I get the so standard suit? It must be pretty well, early on then. You can, you can unlock it by doing, like, because uh, you need to spend tokens to unlock the suits. So you need to do, like, whatever tokens. Ah, right, yeah, but I don't think it... I think it's, like, two tasks you have to do. So I still haven't unlocked that one, like, the non-battle damage one. Wow. Okay, (laughs) so, anyway, like, it is accessible for people that play games and... Anyway. It depends depends what things you do. You do. Like, in the unlocking things, like... Yeah. uh, Because, obviously, each suit has, like, different tokens it needs to unlock. So, like, some of them are, like, two two black cat tokens or, like... Some of them are like tokens, base tokens, which are in Act yeah. Three, and like, but I've unlocked most of, except the Taskmaster ones. Like, see the task mm-hmm. coins, I fuck that. But like, most of the suits, I'm not really interested in. I've only got like five, and I've I've not spoiled it for myself by looking into what ones. I got a really mm-hmm. cool one. I would suggest, Andy, it's not difficult. Do the Black Cat mission straight away because see the oh, suit that she gives. Yeah, the dark suit's yeah. so cool looking, man. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. know if that's from the comic. I've never seen it before. No, I've not seen it either. Um, I just got that one like last night, and I was it's about, such a cool looking it. suit. It's, it does look really cool. Yeah, so I I use the homecoming suit. That's the one I use, or the iron spider suit because I love the iron spider suit and popping out the claws because you can actually use them in yep. battle. And with the the homecoming suit, like I like using the spider bro, where you click L three and R three, and like the spider flies out and shoots folk for you and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. I love the upgrades like that. I've completed two of the skill trees, like. Um, innovator and web slinger um that's fine like there's nothing like i said there's nothing in this game that surprised me it does play very well i do love the story i love this spider-man world there's even a point where i'm trying to stop a train and he does the thing from spider-man 2 you know where he goes to the side but the webs all snap and he looks at his web shooters and goes huh that totally worked the last time like that that was quite a cool wee thing don't get me wrong this is not tied to the raimi trilogy whatsoever but like um what I would say is quite a cool read, and I think it's like four quid for the physical, two or three pound for the Kindle version. The Spider-Man prequel novel to this really sets up the initial throwaway fight with Kingpin that you have. Um, it builds up like the case that Yuri, the cop that Spider-Man's working with, it talks about mm. their relationship. Uh, MJ and Peter are still together in it, and like it talks about their relationship and kind of this is played more in this game, and it gives you a whole better sense of the world. I would totally read a comic book spin-off to this, a bit like Injustice did, because I like this world. Um, it's a bit weird that Doc Ock's still not Doc Ock, uh, where you are in the game, or mm. maybe where I'm in the game, but like, anyway, it's <laughs> totally, it's so stupid. Like, it's like, Peter Parker doesn't seem that gullible, and he's quite a clever guy, but you're watching this fucking guy make these, oh, like, you're meant, to make, you're meant to make an artificial limb, and you go in the next day, and he's, suddenly get these fucking octopus style versions of them it's like why is this not clicking in your head and he's starting to get angry at you start snap at you. you've tried to fix it for him like i've done all the the bits in the tablet like see all the lab yeah. quests like uh, there's wee puzzles where you have to like match the bars or like uh, connect the circuits with the right power and stuff like that yeah. i've completed both of them and like I am enjoying it. I am enjoying the story. 
I know a lot of folk have finished it quite quick, but I'm going to finish this side quest. This is going to be a game I play after I finish, like the Taskmaster ones, like because it feels like the Riddler. I kind of like that idea. It does feel very Arkham, but I I still like the Amazing Spider-Man game like better than this. I really do. I really really do, and. It made me want to go and get a PS. I nearly bought a PS3 today to play that game again. I really wish it was back. But Xbox should have made um, that one backwards compatible. Yeah, that when this was out, mm-hmm. and they, they never. So they definitely should have done that. I I don't know if it will come. If it doesn't, I'd really need to play that game again. So I don't know whether to get play it in the Vita or play it in the PS3. Like I really don't know what I want to do, but I want to play that game again. Um, Amazing Spider-Man 2, like, I've still got it on my PlayStation. <coughs> it was okay. It was a good enough game, but it wasn't as good as that. And this, while it's maybe on par slightly, I I just preferred everything about that game. Um, however, like I said, I love this game. It's going to be one of my games of the year, I reckon, but it's not without its issues. It's not the perfect darling that they were all making it out to be. I wouldn't say it was a 10 out of 10 game. I would say it was 5 out of 5. I would say... Mm. Seven to eight out of ten, definitely. But it's not. It's not up there. It's 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 comparisons to Arkham are admirable and justified. Certainly, sometimes I don't think it's as good as the Arkham series. Like it's kind of heading that way, and a sequel, which won't be till next gen anyway, will definitely push it to that level. But I think for a first attempt, it's not this ten out of ten game that all these folk are making it out to be. Not for me anyway. But anyway, that's all I really have to say about it. Like. I, I'm enjoying it enough. Um, it's good story-wise, and it graphically looks really nice. Like I'm not even playing it in HDR. I've got my, I moved my Sony Bravia from the bedroom to here because we've not had it all last time in the show. And like we came back fairly, and I'd done it. And Tasha goes, "Have you, have you moved the tellies?" And she went, "Oh, that's not fair. Put the put the big telly because it's like a 43 inch the Bravia." Mm. Never yeah. got it in Tesco's. I swapped it for like that shitty tech wood that's been in here. And I'm like, no, no, no. When did you last watch it? Well, before she was born. And I goes, yeah, yeah. She's nearly one year old now. This stays in here because I play this at least once a week, if not twice. Yeah. And um, it, it, it looks fine. I can imagine it looks really good. In the- but um, yeah, I definitely, I definitely, I definitely, I'm not like, it's not, I'm a big Spider Man fan, but I had to highlight its faults. I do love the game. But there's niggles with it that I'm a bit like, ah, I, I wish I could change the swing. I really do. Yeah, so, I, I do. I do agree with the swinging. Um, I didn't enjoy the game particularly much apart from the story until about five or six hours in, until I got the game yeah. for it. But I still don't enjoy the swinging that much. Like, definitely the L two R two combo would be much better for swinging. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. You could maybe map it so that L two and R two does does the same thing when you're swinging. Maybe. I would rather it did that, but I haven't had a look at the options yet. Yeah, because I'm sure the cost, the controls are fairly customizable. Right. Um, like the game's definitely been praised for like accessibility. So the photo mode's kind of cool. The photo mode's fine. It's not something. It's that not for me. Cool. Like, no, I, I don't. I loaded into it once and like wrote, like looked around Spider Man. I was like, okay, didn't even take a photo. Well, I don't need to do any more than that. <laughs> Like, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, like the combat and stuff like that, I felt was very too much like Arkham, and yep. also that I kept dying way too quickly all the time because people were shooting me. Um, but once I kind of worked out, like you just have to keep moving, keep your momentum going at all times, then yeah. it's fine. Uh, I don't think they've done a good job of like getting you to build your combo meters in any way. 
Like, because the combo meter no, is not, it's not very... It's tiny. Like, the text is tiny showing you, like, how many hits you've got. Like, absolutely minuscule. Like, compared to, like, Batman, where it was, it was like, a thing in the bottom right... Or bottom left corner, I think, where it showed you how many hits you had and that was the idea to keep your combo f- flow going uh, to build up specials and stuff. And you do kind of do that in Spider-Man, but, like, it's not obvious how many hits you've got. Like, I couldn't tell you what my longest combo is at all. Or, like, even if I've done more than, like, a 10-hit combo at all in the game so that's kind of I don't know if it's annoying but like I think it would be better if they showed you that but I, I think once I kind of got the flow of like just keeping moving and going fast all the time then that works for me I think the, I think the thing that they've really missed the trick with it is there's not enough dialogue in the combat mm. at all there's bits and pieces here and there but like the Spider-Man talks the entire time he's fighting somebody like that's his whole fucking shtick like, that's what he does. <laughs> so they should have had... There's loads of dialogue for Spider-Man, so I don't know why they didn't, like, just record loads of lines of him saying random shit to, like, bad guys. <coughs> so, so they could constantly have, like, bits of dialogue going. But I get it would be repetitive if you've fought, like, loads and loads of guys, but... I've just loaded the game and the controller... Changing it. The, the, the settings, the controller layout, is... can't change it. What they are... Uh, what they are um, praising is the option to skip puzzles, change button taps to holds, quick time event autocomplete, uh, you know, like um, all this stuff, like, and also, like, I've changed a lot of the motion blur, being turned down, like, uh, chromatic aberration get turned off straight away. Like, but it's a shame that you can't customise those controls. It's just, it's annoying. Yeah, because I would rather have, like, L and R swingings as well. But, yeah. you know, they could maybe do that in different game. But, like, people seem to like this way of swinging. I don't. It's too simplified for me. Yeah, I don't like it as much. <laughs> I don't, I'm like, it doesn't feel as fluid. Um, no. But, yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying the game overall. And, like, the storyline is what's keeping me going for it. Like, I think they've done a really good job of, like, telling a Spider-Man story. Yeah. Which the, the other ones kind of felt like, like, oh, I'm telling a video game story. And it just happens to be that Spider-Man, I'm Spider-Man. Yeah. But this one actually feels like it could have just been a comic book, and they could have written this as a comic book storyline that Spider-Man was in, um, and I think that's like a probably the best thing you could possibly say about the story in a Spider-Man game. It was based off a of big time slightly, where uh, they evolved Peter Parker's character finally, where he became the scientist, and like yeah. <coughs> he had a job in a he finally had his life on track, and hmm. eventually started Parker Industries, which is still just now. Um, yeah. And it's it's kind of good that they've took the story beats off because that, it's not record because there's still things that are surprised I've read all the time. But um, like it's it's really good to be like uh, I do totally agree that the other games felt apart from Amazing Spider-Man, which was set as if it was like an alternative sequel to Amazing Spider-Man the movie. Mm, yep. Um, this this is this is probably aside from. Um, but I, I just can't see past them in spider I don't know if you agree with me on that, because I know you've really games so far. I, I just can't see past that game. I mean, I did really like that game, the first one specifically, but uh, yeah. I think the the story and like stuff like that and the lip sync and all that in this game is way, way... Like, don't get me wrong, graphics games. have improved. The game from what I remember playing, like, mm. I just... Because it, it had it had most things like don't get me wrong this is the perfect everything that the other games did right or well this game's improved on like I'll mm. say that apart from like I said the swinging's really fucking up. still haven't 
the fact the minute you're in Central Park, it's almost to swing because remember folk used to complain that um, Spider-Man can latch on to mid-air in the games. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, whereas this one, it's again, you like the buildings and it's, it's really annoying when you get to the park. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, it makes sense, so I don't mind that. It um, does make sense, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know that I necessarily like the way that he runs up buildings either. Like, something about that doesn't feel right. The buildings don't going. feel uh, optimised yeah. for swinging. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, they don't feel like they've been placed one. in game for. placed more for accuracy, almost. Mm, yeah. But overall, I'm liking the game, and like, I don't mind the MJ sections and stuff like that either. I had a lot of fun just like. Walking about as MJ kicking boxes around, like I, I, I like the fact that there were random boxes I could just kick over. <laughs> they're fine, they're fine to a point, but did start to grate. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I've only done one to be fair. There's, so. there's, to be honest, there's one that Spider Man comes in, and you think you're going to swap controls, but you're not. You're still MJ, and you have to quest a takedown from Spider Man, which again doesn't feel like something Spider Man would do. No, you know, it's like why wouldn't Spider Man just tell MJ to? Shut the fuck up! Like I'll deal with this whole situation. Which would, yeah, some of the, some of the MJ bits feel like they've just been added to have a female protagonist in it as well. Even mm. though this this version of MJ is probably my favourite ever version of MJ. I totally agree. <laughs> they've, done, yeah, they've, I... done away, they've done away with the Dolly Bird sort of like dickhead, and she's this mm. likable, strong female character who wants to stand on her own without being Spider Man's shadow. And yeah, I like that. Yeah, me too. Like, I can actually see why Peter Parker likes her. Like, in mm-hmm. all of the other iterations, I'm like, why does he fuck does he like her? Why does he bother? Yeah. <laughs> She's a dick. Go go, go with someone else. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like Gwen Stacy in the was more likable because she was, like, relatable to Peter. They, they mm-hmm. seemed more compatible. MJ just felt like this dolly bird model that was just such a dickhead that Shaggy's best pal his back was turned. Mm-hmm, yep. <laughs> But yeah, th- this one seems like nice and, and likable, so mm-hmm. you can see why why he likes her. But, Strong-headed um, as well, and she's yep. not too far away from the old end. Yeah, uh, and I like that she's like the photographer type thing, and like the yeah. But in the story, like I said, with the book, Peter used to have that, and he kind of helped her get in with the bugle. Uh, Jonah Jameson, and he ends up getting from the bugle, and he's got a podcast in this, which is. I like um, that as well, yeah, where it just pops on every so often. And then, uh, do you know what, what I noticed with them? That's very dark. I was ignoring the random going with the story, and mm-hmm. it would actually have people commenting saying, Spider-Man just swung past this drug dealer and allowed it to happen. And it's true, because I did. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, uh, I, I like that. But um, then also when I started saving them, people in the show started sticking up for me. So that was quite a nice attention to detail. Yeah, I like that this has been a podcast, like rather than like a radio show and stuff like well, that. Well, kind of in the book, he has a radio show to start with. Do you know what I mean? And he's hired by mm. the Kingpin, the famed Spider-Man Kingpin mm. reasons. But honestly, like this whole world's really good, and I know they're going to do more. I'm sh- almost sure they said that sequel, but that that will bring this generation of consoles. Yeah, I mean, because of how well it's sold, they'll, they'll definitely do a sequel. But yeah, re- really good game so far. Um, I'll probably have finished up the main game by next week. I imagine you will as well. I'll I'll have finished before next week. I yeah, mm. uh, Tomb Raider. I, I'm going to try to finish Tomb Raider up first though, before I go back to finish Spider Man. 
Yeah, I do want to get Tomb Raider, but you know what? Definitely wait. Wait for a patch would be my advice to anyone listening. Like, wait for a patch. Once they've patched the issues out, then, yeah, it was going to be a great game. But right now, it's like, there's too many issues to bother with it. Unless you're, like, a massive Tomb Raider fan. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, like, I do like, as you know, when Rise of Tomb when the first Tomb Raider reboot thing came out, like, I played it a bit, and then you got it, and I left it. Then Rise of Tomb Raider got announced, so I played the Tomb Raider, and then... Rise of Tomb Raider came out and I got it and I got a review copy and I played bits of it and recovered it but I never finished the full game so I think I will probably finish Rise or even though I spoke to like Chloe today and she said oh you don't need to and I went what is this a total new game she said it is and I went I think you're talking shit <laughs> yeah I mean it totally ties into like there's a character in the first game uh, Jonah and mm-hmm. like he he's one of the guys that gets shipwrecked with you in the first game mm-hmm. like he obviously is he the guy that hikes with you at the start of Rise uh, yes, and the same guy, and like he's in Shadow as well. Like, he's like your kind of guy that she talks to. Don't get me wrong; if Chris Paddy was in it, it would be D one for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he's kind of like your go-to guy. Uh, there was a, mm. point, a point in the game where I had, I had to go to the mansion as young Larkov, which was very strange. Mm, a bit like Uncharted did. Yeah, it was very like that actually. But uh, but yeah, I think it's like a wait until they patch it, and I think once they've patched it, it's going to be brilliant. But right now it's like, yeah, definitely wait. But Spider-Man is fucking great. Like, It's good. Anyone should get that. It's good, but I don't know. I'm glad you kind of felt the same way. You're either definitely, going to... Yeah, definitely the swinging. Yeah, the swinging's just... It's such a shame because, like I said, a lot better added. But the character models in Amazing Spider-Man 2 great, do you know what I mean? And that's almost a launch game for this for the PS4. Mm. It's just the the city doesn't look as good, but that's clearly technology because they're now used to the tech and they can make the cities you look better, but and they've got better draw distance and whatnot. But yeah, there's definitely love and care put into it. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm not dissing this game or doing this to be controversial. I'm just telling my honest opinions about a game. And like the amount of folk they're like, oh my God, you just love it because you're Spider-Man. Like, no, I think it's good. But the other thing that annoys me with the story is this is Marvel Spider-Man, this is them branding it's Marvel Spider-Man, mm. Spider-Man back and we have to call everything Marvel's this, Marvel's that, just in case you forgot who owns it. Mm. Like, no one cares, it's not like Fox are coming out going Fox is X-Men, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so, um, no one cares and like um, the uh, it's, it's good enough, but the Avengers Tower's in it, right, cool, it's nice mm. that you've done that but I've got the army underneath your fucking tower and guys setting up like I'm not even joking right I talked to you about this the other night that that happened but recently in Act 3 the police station that's two buildings over has got a bomb being set off in it like <laughs> you can see it from the door of the Avengers man and nobody nobody does a cameo like really <laughs> yeah like Alias Investigations the lot's there like I know it's a Spider-Man like I'm not asking for like Full on Hulk, Wolverine, fucking anybody like that. Just like have Iron Man come and tell me off. Like I don't know, not tell me off. I mean, have somebody. That's what I think. If you're going for the Avengers Tower, then you can't just stop at that and have a throwaway comment of, "Oh, the last I heard is they're on the west coast. They're probably surfing or something." Oh, you can't do that, especially mm, when yeah. there's a bomb at their doorstep. Are you telling me Tony Stark wouldn't even send a remote suit to help you? It's the fact that I mean they could have they could have covered it by like doing like oh it's under renovation or some sort of shit like that like put a couple of bits of scaffolding on it 
Yeah, but they didn't. It's a fully functional yeah, Avengers Tower. It's, it's and, just there, but you can't go in it. You can claim the whole thing, but not like... Yeah, and yeah. like, it, at the moment, it's kind of a blend. The, the cool thing about this is, this could be part of any Spider-Man iteration. This Tom Holland, like, later on, could be... Well, not really. No, it could be. Well, the Vulture, isn't it? That, that's the one thing. It's kind of a one point. Like, oh, okay, Vulture and Electro are in it. Not really spoilers, because they're in the first trailer. Hmm. But everything that happens in that those trailers where you know the raft and yep. the raft going crazy, this is like the third act. Do you know what I mean? This is hmm. the city going crazy. This is the bit I've just hit. There's uh, one of the best boss fights in any superhero game I've ever had, just there, Andy. And it was, I had to fight the Vulture and Electro at the same time, who both had their own strategies to beat them. And like vultures flying about, and electros like zapping from power construct, power constrictor or whatever it's called to power constrictor, and I had to like watch him while dodging vulture, and like I was like, this is a lot better than let's just add in some, which there is a lot of that as well. Uh, okay, you've beat him halfway. Let's just add in some um, gangsters, like standard bad guys for you yeah. to fight to pad this out. Like there was none of that, and it was just simply fighting two of Spider-Man's enemies at the same time and trying to keep on top of it. And even at the end, like Peter goes to the top of the roof and he goes, "I hate it when they team up," and he falls asleep. And it's like <laughs> that's exactly what would happen. So, yeah. like fighting them both at the dock was absolutely brilliant. But I mean. See, once I've finished this game, that's the thing. Like, there's several memorable moments in Batman Arkham, even Asylum, City, Origins, mm. and Night that I could pick out, right? Don't get me wrong, they had their faults as well. Bat- battling the fucking, um, in the tank, for one, kind of was a mistake. Arkham Knight made, you know, had to fight the Arkham Knight, but it's in a tank. Um, so I didn't want Robot Wars. So um, <laughs> that, that, the, the one thing that worries me about this game is, I can't think of one bit that's going to be like, that was a really memorable that's going to stay with me for my gaming career. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, do you remember that bit in Spider-Man? Cool. Nothing like that's happened and I'm pretty much at the end of the game. Yeah, I, I do kind of agree with that. And like, I haven't come across anything like that yeah. at all. But I've been like, oh, that was fucking cool. Yeah, like fight, like I said, the standout so far, Witcher and Electro together, the rest of the bosses have been like, simple they've all got their pattern they've all got this and that and then it's quick time event to beat them it's like hmm. this is all the stuff that made me not excited about this game and a lot of that's coming true um but it's spider-man i was always going to get it take it you returned your physical copy yeah, <laughs> yeah. well i didn't return it i just i just traded in because i was i was like please tell me this is you can cancel <laughs> you know what i'm like these games and like i just yeah. trigger last minute PayPal credit or just got a PlayStation voucher so I technically got the deluxe version for like 50 quid because CD keys so yeah, that's not bad I was going to spend that anyway and um, yeah but that's that's the only disappointment Batman Arkham Asylum like you can remember parts of it you can remember like the the Riddler Scare- bits you can remember the Scarecrow like, oh, Scarecrow fuck oh, yeah. Arkham City holy fuck it was a prison you had like the Joker's area you like the Joker fucking dying in City, do you know what I mean? And Origins, oh, the cool detective parts, and Arkham Knight, oh my god, the city's free roaming, you've got the Batmobile, do you know what I mean? But in this, it's just an okay, good, okay to good Spider Man game that mm. there's not really been a bit that's like, oh my fuck, so cool. Yeah, I think, I mean, it all comes together, like, so far for me, that it is a really good game, but it's not quite great. It's not 9 out of 10, or 10 out of 10. No. 
Maybe like maybe. I said, seven or eight so far, and I think it will be. Yeah. But anyway, we'll have to cut it short there because I've start got a new place tomorrow and yeah. it's right late. So anyway, thank you very much. Stay tuned the next 40 minutes, two o'clock over here, 40 minutes time you have the B team with Chips Hill and the rest of the guys. As for me and Andy, uh, you should hear from us next week. Um, we'll keep you posted on Twitter if not because um, I make my way training. But I should still be able to do a show. But thanks very much for listening and peace out.